thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Friday, December the 8th, 2017. We're using a different microphone this week because we are really on the Express. But, Neil Bonham. Hello. I do feel really bad this week. What? I feel like I need to apologize to our listening audience, Vaughn Venters. Yeah. We it's missed cool. a week. Yeah. <clears throat> we missed last week. Partially my fault for the past uh, 12 of the past 14 days. I have not been in the city of Baton Rouge. And there was just really no time we could all get together last weekend to do it because I was super busy. And... So it's really your job's fault. Yeah, it's my job's fault. Yeah. I'm not going to blame myself. I take none of the blame. Good. Doggone it, Good. Adam's job. I actually blame Steven because he's not here. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's just this is a crazy time of year between you know work, all of our different jobs, the holidays, shopping. Um, it's about to be finals week. Exactly. But... Hey, this is only the fourth time we missed in four years, and we made it all the way to December to miss this year. So that's like it's like a annual tradition. Basically, we yeah. have to miss at we, least one week right. to keep it going. Yeah, at least we didn't miss game of the year. No. And <laughs> I have still a lot of catching up to do that. Um I'm Adam Arinder. I don't know if I said that. Episode yeah, 206, Gameware Express. Today was a very special day because in the deep south of Louisiana. It was a winter wonderland. We got a lot of snow today. We actually did. A lot of snow for us, at least. Um, and not too many casualties this time. No. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had a real snow like this since, uh, I think, 2008 is the last I can recall. Yeah. Um, if you... No, it was, some, it was sometime like when I was in college. Yeah, so. I, was in, I was in college. It was around this time because I had a math final that day, <laughs> and we were up at 6 a.m. throwing snowballs at each other, and I don't even remember how well I did on that math test, that math final, but... I do remember the memories of throwing snowballs at my old roommates. So nice. what is the real winner here? Snow, that's right. Yeah, I actually did the same thing because I was with my roommate and he wasn't getting up. So I ran outside and it was like four o'clock in the morning. And I made a snowball and just ran into his room and pelted him in the face. <laughs> this must be like a like a seven or eight yeah. year like like cycle. Because I think the time before that really was 01 is when LSU, I think was playing Tennessee in the SEC championship game. Um, so that would have been early December, and I believe it was 2001. So it's like every seven to eight years. So look forward to snow again in the year 2026. Does anyone remember <laughs> Ice Armageddon, though? I remember. Yeah. That was, uh, I was in college. Is that 2010 that was, or 11? Was, yeah, that was like somewhere around there. Five or six years back. Well, I got an email from my teacher. He was a grad student. It was one of my performance classes. <clears throat> and in the, in the, uh, the the heading on the email was snowpocalypse ice explosion, snowpocalypse ice explosion, <laughs> and he canceled class. But then like nothing really happened. I remember like some ice on the roads, but this is like the flat first good snow we've had. Yeah, in nine that was ice years. on the roads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was just ice, and like everybody was crashing yep. ever because nobody knew how to drive. And on they closed ice. all the roads. Well, that's what my dad's worried about because I drove home from Bruston today, which if you don't know is like four hour drive. And it was weird because in Ruston, I was really kind of butthurt this morning, I won't lie, because I got woke up to all these snaps and pictures of snow, and for 250 miles north, there was nothing. No snow, no ice, it was just 34 degrees and cold. And the further south I drove, the more snow would accumulate. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, usually you go north for snow, and we're going south to get it. So this is a... Yeah, topsy-turvy opposite day. Definitely unique. Vaughn was without power most of the day. Like, yeah. a lot of businesses were closed. I had, to, I had to go home from... They sent me home from work because we couldn't do anything. I had a haircut to cancel on me. I'm like, yo, I got a Christmas party tomorrow. I got, like, to look good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, um, you look you look fantastic. Oh, thank sir, you, Neil. Here, so. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> since we missed a week, I'm going to treat y'all to something special. 
Hmm. Let's talk about the news. First? Yeah. News is first. For this week's intro question, we all together watched the Game Awards last night. The Keeley's fourth annual Keeley Awards. Um, What was your favorite award? What was the award you were happiest uh, that like a game you're rooting for received because let's cover the game awards to start news and to start the show because a lot of reveals and announcements of course mm-hmm. happen with this every year um, so for this week's intro question what was your favorite award or just moment in the game awards last night well I guess for me like uh, award, as far as awards go like of course like I've been on the Persona 5 hype train for a while and I'm really glad that it won best RPG of this year so but yeah. The one that I was like really uh, looking forward to was the best art direction, and I'm really glad that Cuphead won because yeah. it's very rare to see that kind of like cartoon animation style. Yeah, if, if Cuphead did not win that award, like we would have some serious issues because yeah. that game is like most of that game is it's, the it's aesthetic, the yeah. right? Like and it, it's it, did, it did, yeah, and it, I mean it just did something no other video game has done. Like I I can't recall a video game that has that animation style in no. it. Ever. And all that was, you know, obviously hand drawn. That's why it yeah, took them yeah. so long to make this crazy it's game. Like, like you haven't seen that kind of like animation style since like you were a kid watching cartoons like twenty years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. What about you, Neil? Um, I guess uh, as far as like games go, I was just I was also really happy to see Cuphead win mm-hmm. in a lot of categories that yeah. it did. Um, it won three I awards. I haven't played it, but yeah. I. I definitely know that game is very well deserving of the things mm-hmm. that it won. If not, it probably should have won more things. <laughs> I'm um, actually very happy for like the guys that like worked on it and they came up and you know, yeah. received the awards. They looked yeah. like super happy. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> they I mean, dedicated like basically their whole lives. Yeah, they to like this quit game. their full time jobs, had to remortgage their houses. I mean, they went they went through hell to get this game out in mm-hmm. the last four years. So, um, you know, those kind of stories are always just like really touching and everything too, and especially when it's people who end up making a really fantastic game yeah mm-hmm. um but i guess like my favorite moment was probably uh the the game director or whatever for uh a way out, a way out. Yeah. who just like reamed on ea even though ea is publishing his game not only did he ream on ea but he uh, reamed on the oscars but too man was i was funny. yeah i was but hey you know i was what? crying laughing man. me too that was, and... that was good you know what? Everyone's talking about a way out now. So yeah, his craziness worked. That's um, <laughs> whether was that was to take probably the, the point. But he was willing to take the risk of never being able to appear on that war show ever again. Man, Twitter <laughs> during that moment was funny because it was just Jeff uh, Key looking uneasy, and everyone's like, "I bet Jeff is looking for a way out of this segment." <laughs> <laughs> But uh, well, he'd probably need some help since it's a co-op game, and he wasn't getting it. So yeah, <laughs> that was that was great. Some um, of the world premieres were pretty hyped too. On, I actually. haven't given my answer yet, Vaughn. We're gonna get there. Gotcha. We're gonna sorry, get there. sorry, Jeez, sorry. Even though you already gave my answer, uh, obviously I was rooting for Persona and everything they were uh, going for. They're up for um, last night, and then winning best RPG was cool. But I'm really glad that I'm really glad that. Uh, the orchestra was there this year. Like, that was really cool. Like, Jeff Keighley, I guess, got a lot of shit for not having one. Because he, like, hey, guys, we have an orchestra now. Look at the orchestra. Uh, and they're, like, <laughs> they're like medley in the middle with, like, playing the Persona music and to, like, the, all the music. They uh, it started with the Persona music, which is mm-hmm. why it, like, stood out to me. And then them doing, like, their medley of all the Game of the Year nominees was, like, really awesome, I think. Yeah. Um, congrats to 
Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for winning Game of the Year. Very well deserved. Um, yeah, I'd say so. It wasn't really my jam, but I understand it, why it won, and that's totally cool that it did. It's uh, completely my jam, <laughs> and uh, I'm very excited that it you know, won. It's also my jam. I, uh, you know, a lot of people were like worried or annoyed or upset, you know, that uh, Battlegrounds was nominated for, for Game of the Year considering it's not yeah. out yet. I'm, I'm one of those people like, I'm not upset, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to poke fun at it because it's weird. It, it, it is. Especially like when a game like Nier Automata got left off the list for yeah. this. And like Battlegrounds is cool. I played it some when it came out. Now it's nothing but like Chinese hackers like cheating the game. Yeah, and it's one of those and... things like I get it's a popular game. Like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I get tons of people play it. I mean there's no doubting that. But it just still technically hadn't come out yet. Right. So I mean a lot of people... I, I, I thought it had a chance to win just because... The amount because of people of playing it, but I think a, a lot of that hype has worn off. It's not like September or August anymore, where it was just like everywhere and everyone was talking about it. Um, but you can see recency bias didn't really play into effect. Certain Zelda came out like way earlier this year. Yeah, um, yeah most of these games came out earlier this year. The only real recent release was Mario, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Most of these were spring releases. Yeah, I'm pretty sure out of all the games that were up for Game of the Year, Zelda was the one that came out first uh horizon came out a couple weeks before oh technically. did it okay. yeah yeah horizon that's why i felt horizon i forgot was, horizon was even yeah it came out nominated. mid-february and i was I, thinking neo for some reason oh yeah that was also february though so it was near uh, it was horizon yeah. near or near horizon and then the switch slash zelda so that's why like i started each of those and then fell off because and then persona came out in april so it's yeah. just like each one chopping off its own bit um, Zelda also won Best Game Direction, and uh, something I like else. Steven's comment. Like that game has no direction; <laughs> you can go anywhere. <laughs> so he's true. Um, but they speaking of PUBG, there were news announcements. Uh, it's going 1.0 on PC December 20th, so it will be an official game by the end of the year, technically. But it's one of those things like we talked about like a month or so ago. Like our games ever finished? Our games ever really done? And that's obviously the game they're going to keep adding to, like a lot of these multiplayer-only games, like the MOBAs and whatnot. Well, they even had a uh, category for best ongoing game. Yeah, Overwatch won again, their game of the year from last year, uh, which is a weird category name, but I understand what they're going for, and it makes sense. It's funny, because Destiny 2 is up for best ongoing game, and I put in our group chat I'm like destiny 2 gets worse the more it on goes on so <laughs> talk about that a little later uh <laughs> other um other announcements last night we got a tease a very brief tease of what from's working on mm-hmm. uh, you would assume it's like a bloodborne it's not it's not um so what i think it is i think it's an old playstation game that i played from them uh yeah. called shadow tower that was a okay it was a dungeon crawler uh, action like dungeon crawler back and i think it had a sequel on playstation 2 but it only came out in japan but it was just the the line that said shadows die twice it makes me feel like they're rebooting okay it. That, that's and what I, I was looking for that line and i think it's like you know especially with their their like dungeon crawling style game being so popular why not reboot an older series that probably didn't do as well as they hoped and i mean it has a very like creepy torturous mm-hmm. setting which is why like and, and that teaser just made me think of that okay that makes sense but, i wasn't familiar with that i just saw it twice i was like two bloodborne yeah okay yeah. you know um well see that's what i mean is like i think so shadows die twice the twice hints at a reboot that, 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 that shadow tower coming back yeah that definitely that definitely made but sense. i mean you know 
I could just be hopeful and I wouldn't be mad at a Bloodborne 2 because that obviously probably would make more sense with the popularity of Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, just, I think it really just depends on because Bloodborne was like Sony exclusive. Like I think, yeah. I think Sony published it. It was more game. like I was thinking Bloodborne as I saw it. And then when the words popped up, I was like, oh, that kind of reminds me of Shadow Tower. <laughs> um, do you want to do this in order? Or do you just want to do this as we kind of remember them? Uh, another big point was. That very extended Death Stranding trailer oh, yeah. with Kojima, Norman Reedus, and Guillermo del Toro all See, Kojima, there. Ko- this is why I love Kojima stuff. He's releasing more and more that pieces stuff together, mm-hmm. but it makes me more confused. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. I, honestly, I still don't believe this is a video game. I think Sony's just given Kojima money to make like movies and iMovie or no, something. It is. Like, what is going well, on? Well, the, the thing is, is like throughout his history, most of the stuff he's ever shown off never incorporated like how the game played and that's the thing like everyone's seen all hype for this and it's like obviously i haven't played really any of kojima stuff i understand like him as a like a developer and a director and like an art mm-hmm. an auteur in the video game industry but like what is this it's you just know? i think the reason especially someone like me is excited is because when you see when he's working at a place like konami that kind of uh force-fed him things to do mm-hmm. um but even with that, you see how good he is with it. Right. You know, he'll sit here and be like, after MGS2, like, I'm not making another one. Like, I don't want to make another one. Then MGS3 comes out, and it's, like, even better. And <laughs> it's like even Sakurai crazier. making Smash and, games. Like, I'm tired of making Smash games. Yeah. Makes another Smash makes game. Another Smash game. But, <laughs> but it's like, he's so good at what he does. And so now that he's just, like, not limited. Right. You know? like And, and also, like, through following him on Twitter, he's like, the kind of guy that I would love to be best friends with. Like he loves monster <laughs> movies. He loves Godzilla. He's into like great mm-hmm. music. You know he he's just he's very much like he's a weird dude. Yeah, and I can't I, even start to like describe like what the hell is happening yeah. in that uh, in that trailer. But pretty much like the biggest thing too is you know that last scene with the giant crater. Uh-huh. It's it's very much like the second trailer when they show Norma Reedus stand up and it backs up and it's like got those silhouettes of those people in like the air, flying, but it's yeah. got but it's a lake yeah. and it's not a big crater. So there's something to do with like well, Kojima past, present, out, like, future. You go or, watch the first two trailers yeah. and like piece together. And then or, there's that thing in, with the first trailer where on his dog tags it's like mathematical equations of black holes. So <laughs> it's, like it's it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, so something crazy is going on. And the thing uh, about Kojima, no. <laughs> the thing about Kojima is like, even with Metal Gear, with how crazy it was, like by the time it ended, it all made sense. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what made like one through four so great. And five is just kind of like, I think it all would make sense, but now he's not there. Right. So that kind of like makes five lose its edge. But we're going to get Metal Gear Survive. Hey. <laughs> yeah, start that where where the uh, the first description of that game is and a uh, an unknown or, or like an undescribed event happens and it's like no like that's the thing it's, it's never like unknown like right. we, we know it'd be totally ripping just ripping off giant bomb but I'd love to like I want to play through those but to have like you like with me and I can be like what the fuck and then you're just like try to vaguely tell me what's going on because <laughs> you you would know uh, giant bomb did a series about that mm, that's cool. The uh, the blinking white guy meme, and the guy who got married in the Taco Bell this year mm-hmm. did a video series where they play all of Metal Gear together. Nice. Drew was the uh, 2017 like yeah. meme of the year according to Time. Metal Gear is great because it's you know it's kind of like Star Wars like one two and four follow a story whereas three portable ops and five follow another story but 
even though they come out all within each other, mm-hmm. it ends up making sense. Right. Um, there's a World War Z game coming. Does anybody want this? No. Mm-hmm. It looks like, uh, at first I thought it was that Sony Ben game. What is it? Dead by Daylight? Did they yeah. change that name? Whatever yeah. it's called. Days Gone? Days Gone. Yeah. yeah. Dead by Daylight. That's their name. Uh, it, I thought it was that. But no, it's a World War Z game. Yeah. Didn't have didn't have as much denim or motorcycles. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> uh, Al- Alchemy Labs, the people who made Job Simulator, making a new VR title, uh, Vacation Simulator. Looks to be in that same vein where you're just kind of like throwing things at the little robots, but now you're on vacation. Cool. I want that game for extra life next year. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you can figure out how to set up that VR in there easily, <laughs> you might guess. We'd have to run it on my computer instead of your lap. Anyway. Um, but I like Job Simulator. It was a fun little mess around thing uh, in VR, so I'm pretty excited. And that's coming out for, you know, all the PSVR, the, the Vive, and the Rift. Uh, so that was neat. Uh, I don't even want to talk about that weird like Rick and Morty thing that the kids like. I don't know. Uh, the new the Firewatch devs teased or introduced their new game they're working on in the Valley of Gods. That looks cool. I guess. I, mean, I liked Firewatch. I didn't. So yeah. So I mean, if you liked, I guess it's gonna be more of that. Just kind of walk around doing puzzles. Yeah. And I think a lot of people didn't like Firewatch because of the way it ended. No, I didn't have a problem with that. But um, I mean, are you talking about? Well, I don't. I guess I don't spoil it. Like why? the ending. The game's ending? over like over a year old. Yeah, but you know, are you talking about like the ending ending with yeah. the lady or like? The blue balls on like the overall like narrative he thinks happening. That like, yeah, or both. I, yeah, I mean, I didn't have a problem with him not meeting the girl at the end. I had more of a problem with like getting blue balled on like this whole conspiracy thing's going on and it's absolutely nothing. Yeah, so that part kind of sucks. Uh, the dated for twenty nineteen as well. Yeah, it's weird seeing games dated for twenty nineteen, but that's like not a year and a half yeah. away. If that not you know, even. not even yeah. Um, it's, that's time is time is weird guys time is weird uh, that's what death stranding's about <laughs> that's it <laughs> and a baby inside of norman Reedus. yeah something i don't know uh the the second breath of the wild expansion is out now came out last night after the game awards blink's driving a motorcycle i actually got to play it for a tiny little bit well we're not there yet but, but, but yeah i'll talk about that okay later. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was super hyped to like see all of that, and then it came out at the end of the uh, trailer. That and said, it's, it's out now. Coming out tonight. Or, no, yeah. I think it's probably what, like midnight. Available now. Yeah, yeah, it came out at midnight. I saw something where if you hadn't got the DLC yet, like mm-hmm. the little thing, like when you highlight it, it says a link to the pass. <laughs> <laughs> going home. This is my house. I'm going home. Herodasan uh, uh, came out in his kimono. Ready to troll the fuck out of people. That guy is... He's been on a roll this whole year. <laughs> he has been. Uh, dropping that Soul Calibur 6 bomb. Yeah. Uh, coming out for 2018. Something that everyone's been wanting for a while now. Yeah. The, uh, I wonder what guest characters we're getting. I was about to say, do you think there'll be guest characters this time? I, imagine there, there, I imagine there will be. Yeah. Were there some in 3? Uh, no. Because there were the last... 2, 4, and 5. But they introduced like, some new character characters in 3. I don't think we did. Yeah, five was Vader and Yoda. No, that, that was, was four. four. I don't think uh, well, five is the one that introduced like the create your character. So kind of. Oh uh, yeah, true. <laughs> Which one had Kratos? The, uh, that was like a PSP game. Yeah. Oh. Two, okay. two. There was Link, Spawn, and Hirachi. Right. And then four was and the Necrid uh, and all the versions. Okay, four so was I, the uh, so I haven't played Star Wars version. I haven't played past four then, because the last one I played was on PS3, because I had Vader. Yeah, I never played five. I didn't play five. Okay. I played four and was like kind of disappointed because it seemed like they slowed the engine down a little bit. 
I remember five now. I was working at Gameware and I made all of us as characters on the, the demo kiosk. Nice. I remember that now. <laughs> That's what I did uh, one not busy Christmas day. Uh, so look for that next year. Um, Nintendo announced that Bayonetta 1 and 2 are coming to Switch in February uh, on February 16th. Which means I can just throw that Wii U copy out the door. I'll but take you it. Won't, but you uh, won't have the disc, though. <laughs> That's true, because I think only the, the uh, Bayonetta 2 is on the cart. I think yeah, they, they, they announced that today. Because yeah. Yeah. Um, that can tide you over until Bayonetta 3 comes out on Nintendo Switch. Uh, which is kind of surprising to me. That Nintendo would make another one of these <laughs> exclusively only to. I liked Switch. how I got y'all all in the chat last night. Yeah. I was like, "Well, considering how two ended, and everyone's like, spoilers, come on!" And I was like, "I haven't actually played it." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no release date for Bayonetta three just yet. But I mean, we were all surprised when they made Bayonetta two and exclusively like Nintendo published that, brought it to Switch. I mean, brought it to Wii U. It must have done well enough. I guess. And I, I was telling... Was people that, bought Wii U's for Bayonetta 2. That's true. <laughs> and they pretty much just taking every good game on Wii U and bringing it to Switch. That's like, actually... Telling Nick, like, hey, just get ready for... I can, I can do this too. Smash is coming to... Smash 4 will be coming to Switch. Bayonetta will be coming to Switch. Wonderful 101's coming to Switch. So we've had, you know, one of those. I'm okay right with that because I was one of the unfortunate ones. Like, I was waiting for Bayonetta 2 to drop. And when it did, it didn't include one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's why I never got it, because I wanted both on Wii U. Right, but I and, never want to play... Now, I'm not missing it this time. They're making, Day it, one. <laughs> they're making it very hard for me to want to keep my Wii U at this point, because I mean, I'm running out of games to play on it, because well, everything's exactly. just moving over to Switch. Well, if, yeah. if, uh, well Captain Toad is still... Yeah, that's, I don't even own that game, so... Oh, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> if uh, The only thing really keeping me my Wii U hooked up, because I still want to play it, I just don't know when, is um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions... Like, I still want to check that out. Uh, and if that comes to Switch, then yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else on there because I don't give a shit about Mario Maker. Get um, ready to start trading in your Wii U's, I guess. Well, no, I mean, Smash for now. I still shit, play Smash for that shit. You know how much it's going to be worth in a few years when everyone wants it? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, if Smash comes to Switch, then it's over because you can use your GameCube adapters now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, Reggie, Reggie showed up. He has a little friendly fake rivalry. With with Jeff Keighley, no, uh, no, like a couple years ago, he had like the Metroid, he had the Samus pin on. That was like way before they announced anything new with Metroid. And everybody's like, "What you doing, Reggie? Why are you wearing that that Metroid pin?" <laughs> uh, but just and even and even Jeff Keighley commented on it. He's like, "Oh, it's the normal uh, Nintendo pin." And Reggie's like, "Yeah, I love all my kids equally." <laughs> uh, so I'm excited to play Bayonetta finally. Um, I'm definitely going to play it on Switch. I don't want to play it. I don't like the Pro Controller on the Wii. I don't like the controller on the Wii U with like the, the joysticks both above the, the the buttons. You would have hated Dreamcast. <laughs> Wire <laughs> came out of the bottom. Like, come on, man. Uh, we already talked about that. It Death did Stranding. on Dreamcast as well. But it had a little... Con- no, no, that's what I'm saying. On the, on the Dreamcast came out of the bottom. Oh, yeah. Like but six. it had a little thing where at the top you could connect it. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the people who made Bulletstorm are making a new game, sort uh, of. Witchfire. It's, it's people who made e- the Vanishing of Ethan Carter, and when the when the trailer started, it looks like a walking simulator. Yeah. And Steven was like, "Oh, it's gonna be Scott's favorite game because he loves all those <laughs> indie walking simulators." So it's like from the creators of Ethan Carter, and it shows them walking, and then the splash screen is like also from the creators of Bulletstorm. And and he like pulls killer. a gun out and, yeah. and painkiller and starts like shooting shit. It looks cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, li- I like the little like blink move mm-hmm. that's going on too like so it looks like it could be a really interesting shooter the um we talked about a way out and that crazy guy earlier but I, what i didn't know 
is, you know, the whole game you play at co-op. Like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to play at two players, whether it's local or online. But only one person needs to own the game. That's so, cool. Did you know that? That's yeah. very not hmm. EA. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's really strange because it's almost like a download play type thing. So if one person owns it, two players can play even if it's online. Nice. I mean, because that makes sense if it's local. Only you only need to have it. But if online, too, so you can be at home and I don't hmm. have to ever see you. We can still play the game together. <laughs> uh... Player unknown, not player unknown, uh, showed off the new desert map for Battlegrounds. It actually looks pretty sweet. It does, and I was confused why there were two Asian men showing off Battlegrounds because I thought, like, player unknowns, tall white dude. I mean, he's player unknown. He, he has to keep himself somewhat unknown. So, <laughs> I guess I, I think, didn't they get bought up by Tencent? Is that was that them? Probably. Everyone's, I, everyone's I getting been, bought out by I Tencent. No idea. The, uh, yeah, and then like Del Toro and Kojima showed off. We got some movie stuff. We got to see, uh, Del Toro's latest, latest flick. The Rock awkwardly flipped off Game Informer. We got to see something from the Jumanji movie. Uh, did you see Game Informer uh, reply to that? Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. Like, hey, if you want to come be on our show and dispute your three out of ten, <laughs> you're more than welcome to. Three out of ten. <laughs> I, mean, look, I mean, it just looks like a bad game, but what do I know? It was. I it played was, it. Oh, you play. uh, I think that's pretty much all of the Game Awards, really, news and announcements, right? Uh, I'll definitely uh, say the Bethesda stab at, you know, Oh, that was funny. <laughs> it's like a little PSA marcher. Like, like, that was funny. It started out like, like a Sarah McLaughlin commercial with, like, the sad dogs, and then it became, like... Single player games and single player single game whatever. Everyone was single player stabbing games. at EA last night. It was pretty <laughs> man. That was that was pretty great. I didn't realize until they started you know stacking them up how many of Bethesda's game like all of them are all mainly single player focused games. Yeah, mo- yeah. And how many they have out like ninety percent of them are. Mm-hmm. Oh, the uh, the gamer icon tribute was actually pretty cool too. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was her name? Carol. Was Carol it? Shaw. Shaw. Yeah. She used to work for Atari. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> She's like 60-something now. She's on stage. She's like, games sure do look different than when I was making them. The graphics are a lot better. <laughs> but that was really cool, especially, you know, obviously being a woman working on game in the 80s. I mean, hell, today being a woman working on games is hard enough, but let alone right. in the 80s is, is nuts. So Imagine the sex scandal she went through. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine. But, like, they were showing her, like, back then she made the game. Like, mm-hmm. she coded, like, she did everything, which is, like, really cool. Uh, it was a really sweet tribute to, to, to her and all of her work. Um, overall, I think this year, I think the show was the best it's ever been. It definitely like, by was. far. Like, production, just from the production quality alone, like, everything, like, was much It really, better. just to think, like, four years ago, this being on Spike TV and how garbage it was. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> and, like, they, they finally hit the right, like, pacing, the right amount of like they, they they did they at least displayed or talked about all of the awards because like a year or two ago during the show they gave out like four awards and it was all just like announcements and well, this one random musical acts i mean at but, least it was just like but they I, had I'm jeff keely i'm gonna ramble off seven of them in a row but at least right. they acknowledged them over the yeah, show this was like they just did like they would announce one and then like and also they won yeah. this mm-hmm. but it was just like one at a time right uh there's only one musical act i'm not opposed to musical acts but it's like the orchestra was really awesome, and the musical act they had wasn't bad. I think the Doom thing was a lot cooler. That was cool last year. We had that and Run the Jewels, so yeah. like, yeah, 
that was really neat. But yeah, because I, mean, I mean, is that are they like video game related in any way? I, I've never heard no. of them. Yeah, I've like never heard of them either. So I'm not really sure. But just like, like I think you should keep it in that realm. Mm-hmm. But the only it wasn't bad. The only thing I really had to complain about was the, like the the backstage girl with her left arm. She just keeps like waving it around anytime she would talk. And I'm like, just put your arm down and talk. Hey, like, you try being on TV, sir. <laughs> That's Usually true. my feet come up. <laughs> just, she was cute though. <laughs> Come on, Vaughn. But uh, it's just it of course was, over here. This this dude over here slobbering all over. I Justine. Hey, girl, um, the uh, no, he's over, turning red. No, I'm not. Look at that. Look at him. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. look at him. <laughs> the visual uh, podcast. podcast. This is why we don't uh, broadcast this now. But overall, this is a really good show. Like there was enough announcements and reveals and. No memes, but hey, we can't always have Shik Hydro, man. So <laughs> they were a sponsor this year too. They just need a video game with him, like Pepsi Man, Cool Spot, like Shik Hydro, Shik Hydro <laughs> Thunder. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> uh, let's go back to two weeks worth of other news, I guess. Um, Call of Duty turned their microtransactions on finally, so now you can give them real money. Yay. Uh, a new expansion pack to Civilization VI was announced a couple weeks ago. Beyond uh, Earth. Yeah. Rise and Fall, uh, which goes around, you can... Cause and effect. Kind of. <laughs> the decisions you make, you can either like lead your civilization to a golden era or like the Dark Ages. Right. And that could affect your yield and how much population yeah. you get, as well as new civs coming out. That's uh, on February 8th. It'll be announced, or not announced, released... Uh, Gang Beast is coming to PS4 next week on the 12th. Ukulele is coming to Switch next Thursday on the 14th. I know mm. you were looking forward to that, Neil. Yep. Are you going to pick that one up? Probably. Okay. Um, Apparently it's like the most optimized version, too. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Spent the most time working on it. Right. Well, that's what they, that's what they were saying. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be releasing with all the fixes that other versions have gotten. Plus, mm-hmm. it's been even more optimized... And it's going to be updated from things the other versions have not gotten or yet got. Gotcha. So the uh, let's see what else do we have? Oh, got another got another amiibo to add to your shelf, Vaughn. Mm. A box of cereal. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was a couple weeks ago too. They uh, Nintendo is making a Super Mario cereal in the box as an amiibo. They're taking this very seriously. <laughs> like. I mean, I don't think it, it, it gives you like the whatever the generic amiibo gives you in Mario Odyssey, which I guess is more coins or something. I just want it for the cereal, man. Yeah, I just want to eat <laughs> the cereal. N- Nintendo's. You got to buy two. Once you can eat, and then the one you can put on your amiibo shelf with the rest of your amiibo, and then sell it for like ten thousand dollars in fifteen years <laughs> when everyone's looking for the golden Mister T unopened cereal or that <laughs> bottle of Surge. <laughs> it's probably like super bad. <laughs> And now we're on. Now we're to this week's news. This is not old news. This is old news news. Uh, Atlas has come out and uh, revealed that Persona Five has sold two million copies worldwide. That's really good. That's a really good number, especially for some weird niche Japanese role playing game. Mm-hmm. Neil, you get on that shit, man. Yeah, that's what I hear. Good stuff. Yeah, good we'll stuff. He's got to get through everything else first. You can, you know, go to school. Make friends, have a part-time job, just like Conan said on his... Yeah, it's really weird. Like, you know, for a game that the way it's described sounds like absolutely nothing that I want to play. It's so good. Like, everything I... Like, when I look at it, I'm Uh like, this looks really cool. But it just... The description of it sounds like no fun whatsoever. (laughs) 
man. But you gotta hold your part-time job so you can get that information to go like, and kill like those that. shadows. That was the... another good part when uh, Conan read the back of the box. Is that okay? Come here, back. Talk about yourself. I didn't read the back. No, of the it box. it does say that. Really? Are you yeah. Yeah. Um, hi, Vaughn. How are you? What's up? Uh, I think yeah, it's funny just... that, like, at the end of, like, Conan O'Brien's, Conan O'Brien's like, spiel, he <laughs> put in Yahtzee. Hey, <laughs> and then like... he licked the box. <laughs> what is, what is all that? Okay, Conan's like, full of shit. I have the box right here. It says, we're here to take but your heart. He... And then it says, a group of high school students are out to reform Tokyo society, troubled by the deception and hypocrisy all around them. These phantom thieves will steal your hearts. Oh, it does say spend the day of a normal student, go to school, hang out with friends, and hold a part-time job. Okay, it does say that, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, see, you knew you wanted the game. But when I read the back of the box, I'm like, so what is this, like, anime sims? Like, fuck. Kind of. Oh, Anne is best girl, so always remember that. Who? Uh, Anne. Anne? Always go for Anne. Uh, I disagree. Always go for Anne. But she's good, though. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Mega Man announcements. Oh, yeah. yeah. All eight Mega Man X games will be coming to PC and consoles in 2018. Sweet. There was Finally. some confusion or follow-up. Yeah, it's not a collection. It's They're individually. It's individual. Released, so get your wallets ready. I'm okay um, with that. Because now I don't... That, that means I'm not forced to buy, like, yeah, <laughs> X7 not, and <laughs> X8. And... Are those bad? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. X8 is okay. X8 is all right. It's, it's X6 and 7 that are really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the one... Oh, wait, no. I played Mega Man 8 on the PS1. Yeah. I didn't play it. Only X games. I, think I, I think I'm, like, the only person in the world that likes that game. No, Renee likes it, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the only, like, Mega Man I knew, so it's... Like, uh, it's not a bad game. I, I love that really, game. I just I really I hate the voice it. acting. Oh, the voice acting there. is absolutely terrible. <laughs> but, uh... Like, the ending is very difficult. Yeah. But it's fun. I, I love, for like... most Meg- Mega Man games. Yeah. I, but I, I just love, like, the art and the music in that game, and... And the moves are cool. I love the little kickball that you get. I really like the art style that they're going with for the next Mega Man announcement. Did, Which, we, did we say it already? Or? No, if you want more Mega Man, well, guess what? Mega Man 11 will be coming out next year by late 2018. And it surprisingly looks a lot like Mighty Number no. 9. I'm just well, saying. What Mighty Number no. 9 early screen said exactly, it was going to look exactly. like. Exactly. It looks like Mighty Number no. 9 should have. And to me, this is Capcom giving the giant middle finger. To Keiji Inafune. To Keiji Inafune. I'm okay with this. I mean, if it is, I don't think it is because, like, I think it's just more so of, like, the developers who worked on past Mega Man games are finally, like, redeveloping their passion for their character. I would agree with you, except for the fact the announce is coming out late 2018. When did Mighty Number 9 come out? Mm, Mid last year. Okay, so how long does it typically take to make a game? About two years. So they saw this, I, saw there was a fervor for Mega Man, saw they dropped the ball, and they're yep. like, we're going to do this. That's what I think. So not necessarily Probably. as a fuck you, but it's like, a, but it's we're going to do this right. Yeah. yeah, And they know that everyone's mad about how Mighty Number no. 9 ended up being. Yeah. Like, especially with the art style, because mm-hmm. it was completely misleading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that game looks nothing like what the early... Mega gameplay Man demos and stuff yeah. showed it to look like and i was kind of surprised so. considering 9 and 10 came out earlier like last decade 
uh, the aughts, and it was like the eight bit mm-hmm. style, and those are cool. Yeah. yeah, and that was concept the concept that made those. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but 11's totally going that like 2.5. I like it. And, I, and it looks thing. great. I really like the idea that his armor changes with the power of yeah, it. Yeah, that's, like, that's that really, really cool. cool. And I've always see I've always been more of a fan of the X series, but like this looks pretty this looks pretty cool. I definitely want to check it out. And from yeah. the trailer, it it looks like it'll just play like a Vega Man game. Because yeah. it is Vega Man. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you just you're jumping, you're Jump shooting, shoot, and you're sliding. Yeah. <laughs> Did Mega Man one slide? Yeah, he slid, right? No. No. He oh. didn't get sliding until three. Okay. He didn't okay. get the charge shot until four. So what makes X different? He can I thought, like I thought charge shot was first thing in X. No, that no, was dash and wall jump. Yeah, is that the big difference? X is just the way he traverses. Like, what's the big difference between besides the look? Like, it's it's like a it's it's almost like an alternate universe story. Okay, um, like it. They don't really. They're not like in the same world. Okay, if that makes sense. Because I say I always preferred the X the X the X games. Yeah, but uh, that's just because it was the first ones I played. You know, yeah. Super Nintendo, I never had the Nintendo versions. And then I played Mega Man 8, but I didn't know what the fuck the difference was. <clears throat> yeah. uh, I just knew you shoot, jump and shot, it's and like, you took powers. It's like, I guess like the way I kind of see him is like, Rockman is like near future, X is distant future. Well, they're, okay. they're like, uh, yeah, it's pretty much like that, like, uh, because it takes place 100 years after the Mega Man series, but yeah. they are connected, they just haven't yeah. bridged the gap just yet, I guess. Mm, that's what Mega Man 11's gonna do. I don't well, know. we'll see. Maybe? I doubt, I doubt it. I don't know that, I'm just making that up. Um, let's talk about Destiny. Well, they also had, uh, also going with Mega Man, uh, Legacy know. 1 and 2 is coming to Switch. That's right. That's good. That's, so, uh, so you're gonna get X1 through 8. And Rockman 1 through 11, all on one system, yeah, which is going to be fantastic. I always liked the Mega Man series. I never played it much, but mm-hmm. now that I'm having all one spot, like... It's going to be nice. Yeah. yeah. They're good games. If you're looking to get good at platformers, they'll definitely teach you. Well, I bought 1 sure. through 6 on 3DS and played part of 1, but it kept driving me crazy because you couldn't... I hope... I will buy them on Switch if you can customize the controls. Because having uh, B... Is, is it B is shoot and A is jump? But on, on the, the, the NES, it's... It's horizontal, so you can mm-hmm. you know hold and jump and shoot and charge or whatever. But on the 3DS, since it's a diamond, it, you have to hold your thumb like upside yeah. down to do what I, how I want to play it, and I can't map it to B and Y. It has to be A and B, and that's what immediately turned me off. That's what sucks because I have the collections on GameCube when they came out, right? And they have like those weird switch buttons where if it was a diamond, it's not that big of a deal because instead of being um, uh, like what you would want as uh, what is it? What would it be? Uh, y and a and yeah, um, you can use X and B, so it's like the same thing. It's just like you got to keep your thumb up. Yeah, um, um, but... I actually liked playing it on the GameCube because like I mapped my controllers to where I like use my right hand as a claw. Okay. So I okay. had a dash, jump, and then shoot. Gotcha. Uh, from right to left. You could you could change the controls in the GameCube. You version? could change the controls for X. I don't know about for uh, classic though. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking. I'm talking about classic because like. It just it just drove me crazy, and that's why I didn't want to play. Because it's like I play, you play Mario games like I do, Neil, where you're always running. Yep. You're like always holding run down, and then you put your yep. thumb down to jump. Yep. That's how I was playing, trying to play Mega Man, is you're like always charging. Yeah, like and you use could, this knuckle. Yeah, to, to, to jump, but yeah. I couldn't do that because of the angle of the mm-hmm. thing, and you couldn't change yeah, it. And and that's all, a weird reason to say I don't want to play a game, but that's the reason I'm And that's what I was game. saying is like, typically on 3DS games, when mm-hmm. I found that, like especially Mario, where how I want to do yeah. that, if, if I do X and B, a. it is that. A is on the right. Okay, X and A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Mega Man might have been like, I don't, I don't know. It's been a while. But if I can... Because typically in those games that just use run and shoot or mm-hmm. run and jump, it's like, 
Right. They keep that's, them how, that's how Mario is. That's yeah. how Mario Kart is. Like you can press right. A to go or you can press Y to go like I want to because it's more inside. Hell, even Odyssey is. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I hope, I hope they can do that. Uh, let's talk about Destiny. Okay. Let's, let's talk about it. Destiny. Uh, <laughs> earlier this week, or, or last weekend, it came out uh, after a double XP event that Bungie was throttling XP gains for players and mm-hmm. uh, deceiving them. And yeah. uh, Now, I don't really understand their explanation. I'll listen to the Bungie podcast, mm-hmm. and apparently that's not what was happening. It's just the UI was not... R- reading correctly what the game was actually doing not reading correctly yeah i'm using my sarcastic finger which i don't really understand because it's like i don't understand how well what would happen was when you would when you would shoot something the xp flies out of their head it would give you that number but that number was not correlated on how far your bar was going up right so the bar was going up those numbers that it it said it it was was, right it it was doing those things like where it would say plus 2000 but it was moving up and this would, this would amount, only be you know? on things like it was only on like uh, like on major things like, like public a raid. Events. It would it would it would be fine, but it's like public events and things you yeah. could like like farm. farm. Yeah, it was. It seemed like they were throttling your farming stuff. That way, you get less bright ingrams because when you level up, once you get to level twenty, you get the bright ingrams, and they wanted to slow that down because the only other way to get bright ingrams is to pay real money. Yeah. So it made it seem like they were throttling your XP that you would earn in-game for free to encourage you to buy money, I mean, spend money to get these loot boxes, and that just comes back to the loot box thing mm-hmm. that we talked about for Star Wars for the past few episodes, and Shadow of War before that, and Forza 7 yeah. before that. And that just seems kind of shitty. Yeah, and you know, I've been a a avid defender of this game right um especially when it comes to like eververse where you know it's uh, it's just like some cosmetic stuff which mm-hmm. eververse has been emotes well it's a not handful just of... cosmetic stuff you can get legendary mods from eververse which does in- increase your power level but that in destiny 2 doesn't mean anything right because um, <laughs> there is no level-based gameplay true. um that's true but uh <laughs> Let's see. How do I put this lightly? Curse of Osiris. <laughs> it's not bad, but this is the most disappointed I've ever been in Destiny. Well, and, we, and you play it. You're a day zero and, Destiny player. Yeah. And you made it through all of vanilla. It's mainly because, you know, with Destiny 1, we had things like where the game was not perfect, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they did things right. In, in certain aspects where other things they just like it's not that they were failing it's just the quality of life like wasn't quite where you'd want a game that you're constantly grinding to be at right and uh then dark below came out and while not the best expansion it was more it added a raid it added a, a new raid. person to, like a new uh yeah that where you could pick up the sword like and three the new, new like, exotics uh, new public sword. event thing yeah. yeah um and stuff like that and again their first expansion on a game that's their first shot at all. Of this. Yeah, and that's fine. And throughout Destiny, you know, House of Wolves was even right. better. Taken King, Taken like, King changed the, game. the whole game. Rise of Iron comes out is simply amazing. And then we get free updates after that with like Ages of Triumph. That's just you know for free. Mm-hmm. You got a shit ton of content to just like in Destiny One, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Destiny Two comes out, and it's fun. And the game takes some steps forward in the right direction of like what we want out of you know the world events, mm-hmm. like you know adding the 
adventures, right. adding the loot, the lost sectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, public events are fantastic I now. Agree. Um, but then they like went two steps back on things like. There's no level-based advantage things. Factions aren't around, and they only come around in these stupid one-week events. And all and you for do someone is who travels these... a lot, and it's like, oh, faction rally was this week, but I was out of town five of the days, and like I can't play this weekend because I'm busy. It's just yeah. like, well, fuck me. I really want these legs, but I can't get them because as many times as I level up, it won't drop the fucking legs, and I can't just buy them. And then like even down to the simplest thing of like, we lost a lot of multiplayer game modes, and on top of that, we can't even select which one we want to play. You either pick yeah. competitive or quick play, which is just a rotation of certain And that's modes. the whole reason I fell off of Gears of War 2, off of Gears 1, because Gears of War 1... I only wanted to play uh, Warzone. That was it. I didn't want to play Execution. I didn't want to play whatever that other one was. But in Gears 2, you could only pick the playlist and it would rotate. And I fell off of that. They also changed the amount of players you have on each side, which also turned me off. Which is the same thing Destiny 2 digs. I do not like this 4v4 shit. Mm-hmm. Like, 6v6 still makes sense. I'll stand by that. Whatever. Like, I do not like playing 4v4 on these maps. Yeah. And I still am butthurt about those fucking shaders. Like, it's yeah. bullshit that they're consumables. <laughs> if they wanted to make them tokens, and you'd have six of them, and if you put them on, and you have to have one for each body piece, and then when you took it off, you kept it, that's fine. But making them consumables, especially when I look good in my red and gold, and... I think they, what they should do is, like, make it to where, like, once you find, like, 20 of them, you can combine them into a permanent one. That'd be cool. Like, I'd be down for that. Like how it used to be like, or something. But the like, fact that, like, the raid shaders are purple and gold, I like LSU... But I never want to use them because I only have three. I can't raid that much, so I'm never going to use them. It, it seems stupid, but it's like the whole reason I play Destiny is to make yeah. my guy look cool. And then it's, you know, and, you know, it, it all just depends on what you play. Like, you don't yeah. play a lot, so shaders affect you. Right. I play a lot, shaders are, it's not no, a big course, deal. Of course, of course. Same with me and Glimmer in the first game where everyone's like, oh, I'm maxed out on Glimmer. I'm like, well, I don't play that much, and I'm still struggling to yeah. get some Glimmer. I understand it's all relative to each person, but I mean, that's why we're all different people and we all play games differently. Yeah. But, um, and it's just been a huge turnoff, and like I don't even—I haven't bought it. I don't know if I will because more bullshit that came out this week with Destiny. It's yeah. like you can't do now. See, the, here's, uh, here's the thing: is so I, I have intentionally stayed off of the subreddit. I, I, I looked at it today, but I didn't go read into it. Your shit pile will be the and, Battlefront Two subreddit. And the reason I didn't look at it is because I know that if I'm disappointed in Curse of Osiris. That subreddit is hell fire. right now. Yeah. Like, and I was correct in my assumption because I just went through and read like thread titles, <laughs> and <laughs> it was just—I mean, there is nothing. There is, there is nothing on the front page of the Destiny subreddit that is like helpful information about the new public event on anything. It is all just salt at like what the fuck. Dang. And it's to the point to where I I get it, and mainly it's because. As someone who loves Destiny, if Eververse keeps going the way it's going, it will be the end of this game. Yeah, it's gonna die. And Eververse is the real money market. Is the real money market. Gotcha. And the reason is is because like in Destiny One, it was fine. It sold. Well, emotes. They, they put it in late too. It, well, it was late, but it was it was like strictly pretty much. You can get the Carl, you can get the Carlton dance. Yeah, cool. it was it was emote based, and they had like a few sparrows and mm-hmm. sometimes like some armor based on if it was like the dawning event or something like that but you can even still you could even still get that outside of eververse hmm. um and now it's just not um like over half of the new items in this new expansion are eververse items exclusive 
So, and, and it's to the point to where, like, you know, just things you just don't realize, like, in a, with the raid, there's no raid sparrow. There's right. no raid ship. There's nothing like that. Like, all the ships, all the sparrows, all the emotes, all of that is Eververse. Mm-hmm. Everything is Eververse. And it's either and then, you spend real money on it, or you have to level up, which they're now throttling. Yeah. That you can't, and, then so it's, just... and then it's like, you know, Curse of Osiris comes out where the story, the story missions were fine. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was a really cool story. Uh, especially because, like, I, I've always How many like. Were there? Were there like five, five or six missions? I mean, that, that's, that yeah. was standard for like Dark Below. But another thing that I guess people complain about is two of the story missions are the strikes. Oh well. So it's technically like four story missions, yeah. two strikes, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they didn't even do the strikes in the main story. Unlike right. Last the Destiny One story. Right, but you know how like in Destiny One it was like you go through like. The first five missions on mm-hmm. Earth, and then you do Devil's Lair. And no matter any time you did Devil's Lair, it was a strike. Yeah. Like in this one, it's you play the story, everything you do by yourself, but then in the strike playlist, two of those story missions are now a strike. Okay. So sure. it's like you're playing it with so they're two just reusing other people. assets. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the the so it's imagine like in Destiny One, you do the Black Garden, uh-huh. like where you go and you fight that final Vex, and yeah. then you go into the strike and you do that same mission but with two people. That's what it. That's what it's it is. It's no different. It's no different. That's dumb. Yeah. Um, but I'm. I'm. You know. I'm okay with that. Whatever. Like the strike as a single player story and a strike is whatever. But it's just. It's really lacking in new stuff, and I know that new stuff is coming, but it just really sucks that a lot of the new stuff is on these timed events. Yeah. And so it, it's other than Brother Vance. All the new gear you get is through Eververse, and all the vendors now, they do have items, but they're just ornaments for vanilla Destiny 2 gear. Right. It's not new gear. New gear. It's just dress up and look it's different. dress up the old gear to make it look different. Hmm. And then I have only seen about four new weapons drop. Um, I, there are five new exotics, but two of which are Destiny 1 guns, um, Telesto and Jade Rabbit. Um, the other three are new. Okay. Um, but it's just it's just disappointing. Like it, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's bad because it's not bad. I'm still playing and I still enjoy the game. The reason it hurts so much is but like it, it hurts because I love this game so much. Like we were saying know? with Dark Below, like yeah, it's your first expansion, your first game. Like give it, cut it some slack. This is four years, three or four years later. It's like, year four. This, it's yeah. You should have your shit together and, and yeah. know what you're doing. So this that, expansion should have not been a Dark Below. Right. No. At all. And <clears throat> it, then another thing that really kind of hurts too is so i logged into my pc version uh which i don't have the season pass on and me and you had already talked about like now they're locking away vanilla content through the dlc which i think is going to cause a problem because correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure sony has a rule that if you have a platinum trophy you cannot lock it behind dlc i think that's right because what you can't run the hard mode raid without having from DLC. Vanilla Destiny. From Vanilla Destiny 2 Dang. without having the DLC. And you also can't run Nightfalls anymore. Whereas in Destiny 1, as long as the new strike wasn't the Nightfall, vanilla players could still run you the Nightfall still run without the, nightfall. the DLC. So now you can't do the, the weekly like hard mode strike without the, the DLC. And you can't run the hard mode raid without the DLC. Yeah. And either. now you can't do Trials without DLC, but that's always been a thing. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is Trials... Which is the multiplayer. Trials mode. is a trophy in Vanilla Destiny. So I guess their argument could be you had a chance to play it for... No. It doesn't matter. That's true. It's only if, three if it's months. a rule, it's a rule. Yeah. Well, for PC, it hadn't even been that long. It's been forty-three days from right. when the 
content came out. It's, it's but, basically seems like you're going to buy this content or you're not playing Destiny anymore. Like, right. Period. But my big beef was that in the PC version, I went to Eververse, and it's completely updated. <laughs> so over half the items that you got in the DLC are really just a Season 2 update. Right. Hmm. That's not actually part of the DLC. Sounds a lot like what you guys are experiencing, and, uh, esports and fighting game and, players. And it's, and, and it's also one thing, like, you know, I've always been like, you know, Eververse isn't bad because it's purely cosmetic. But now, like, when I sit back and think about it, Destiny has been nothing but a cosmetic chase and grind. Yeah, totally. That's that's all that's it is. That's what I've been saying. I only play this game to make my guy look cool. So, it, it just, it also just, like I said, it just really sucks that Brother Vance has new armor. But other than that, the only new armor is in Eververse. So 50% of the new armor is behind a paywall. And then I'm guessing there's going to be new armor and guns for the factions, but that's not. But you won't have access to that until Faction Rally hits. Right. And then Iron Banner will have new guns and armor, but again, you have to wait till. Which I'm fine with Iron Banner, because that's how it's, it's always, always been. That's fine. But they just, like, the factions just need to stay. We don't, we shouldn't have, like, if you want an event for fa- factions, make Faction Rally an event. Yeah, but let the factions sell because the factions just sell ornaments for the gear you already have. I want my red and gold chip. Yeah, well you can you can get the ornaments for that monarchy <laughs> gear you have. Yeah, because I saw I saw recently they updated where it said the faction people are now store. But but even then, how much of this? Now, I'm, I'm I'm I am excited because tonight they're launching the raid lair, which is mm-hmm. like the new raid. Yeah, it's basically like more stuff on the Le- Leviathan. Which is cool. Like I think I, the Leviathan. I have no thing. problem when they announce that because it's like they're, yeah, they're, it, it makes it easier for them to reuse assets. But if you, as long as the gameplay is different, that's but it's that's also fine. it's all new areas. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you're going back to the same area. No, I know, but you and can plus re- it, it's also like the Leviathan is one of those things that if they were just to keep like the Callus Leviathan raid on that thing, that is a waste of like a really fucking cool thing in that game. Yeah, totally. So I'm really glad they're actually expanding on that. So so again, this is like one of those Destiny two things where it's like. There's some stuff they're doing. Like, to get the ornaments is actually really cool. Like, you go to Savala, and you can't just buy the ornaments. It's like, you have to... The Titan Vanguard. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, oh, you, you were mouthing it. Uh, like, who is Savala? But, uh... <laughs> so, like, and his ornaments all have different objectives you have to do to get said yeah, ornament. That, yeah, so, cool. it's like, you know, to get the helmet ornament, it's you have to complete 25 strikes. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, that kind of stuff is the right direction. Like, give me stuff to do. do. Get it, yeah. But, like... Give me more weapons and gear that's not just behind all these events, you know? How much of this do you think is Bungie, and how much of this do you think is Activision? Oh, I think it's all Activision. Yeah. I I can't imagine that people like Luke Smith and Mark Notesworthy and all of that want to do this to their player base. Right. And At all. It, it's, it's really shitty, because we were talking about this the other night, where it's like, a short-term money grab is going to hurt them long run. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's easier for me to say this right now, just because I'm busy as shit. But it's like I have no intention of playing, got buying a season pass, which means my Destiny this is, adventure is done. You know, this is the one time I will say that if you do not play Destiny two, don't get this. Yeah, because it's not going to be worth your time or money. Mm-hmm. Right. But as someone who <laughs> plays Destiny two, because like I love Destiny two, it was still worth my twenty dollars in a sense. But I'm just, I'm more disappointed as to seeing where this is leading to. Right, because this, this is the first expansion. Like, yeah. what do they have in the and wings then, ready to go, you And know? then it's like one of those things that also kind of bothers me. And I was discussing this with uh, Matt uh, Hawkins, mm-hmm. Bad Guy Traps. Yeah. So I was discussing this, and I was like, what really hurts me is that, you know, I, I can easily give it to the next expansion to see where it's going to go, because 
I've already paid for that. Right. Like, I'm going to be getting it. But what sucks is, like, what if they completely revamp the game in the next Taken King expansion, like yeah. they did in the first game? So it's like, they're. it almost seems like it's this cycle of, we're going to screw you because you got the season pass but it's like once that expansion comes out that's not included in the season pass the game changes into what you want it but you have to pay 40 it's an abusive relationship like i'm gonna hurt you and then like no baby i've changed look how much things better things are now okay i'll come back and again and again it's almost one of those things like in destiny one i was very forgivable of it because it was like you could see where like this game had such potential yeah and it's like they got it there and then now it's like all being taken away only for them to what give us that potential again for mm-hmm. another 40 bucks like come on man yeah it's just, it's just really frustrating and it seems like it's worse than fighting games because like all your <laughs> shit is like locked behind all these like paywalls but mm-hmm. like all the shit that goes on in fighting games is just black it's it's all because of freaking lack of motivation from developers or like changing uh i guess the uh mission statement of the game yeah i think <laughs> i think this is just one of those you have a company with really good people who know they have a community that loves this game and will play it for years, but then you have a major corporation that knows that they can melt money out of those people, yeah. well, and they're like going to do it. Also, does that same shit too, and they're going to do it. And that's what it. And it's like they're not doing it now, but it's just like with the way Eververse expanded this much from Vanilla Destiny to Curse of Osiris. It, it, it's like like this is on this is on a road to be really bad yeah mm-hmm. like there's still it's still not a pay to win but for a game yes. that but for a game that is like nothing but a cosmetic chase over half the items are are in that in that area in that pay real stuff. money yeah. place now it sucks and like the main reason i loved destiny was i mean the game was good the shooting was good it was the it was the community mm-hmm. you know it was our clan it mm-hmm. was always having people to play with because like i'll buy any game to play with people yeah. you know like i'm even having a hard time like with the people we play a lot of them i don't really see them on playing destiny too much right. anymore i mean they're, they're it's still fairly often but not like it was in destiny one and you know i was like joking last night they had that warframe trailer I'm like this guy looks like destiny let's go play that instead <laughs> well that's been one of the big things like yeah. that was on launch ps4 yeah it's free to play and it's free to play and i, I mean i think i played it for a little bit right. but i never like got into it to really know right how it is yeah so but yeah or, that game looks fantastic go back to wow no i'm not going back to wow yeah. but uh i just i liked having that multiplayer game just get on and, and hang out like we do now but also playing a game and like without that i'm not gonna play call of duty like mm-hmm. you I could just always thing. play PUBG or Fortnite. yeah no yeah but you can't it's play just, that together it's one of those things like well, like, you can, like if but... you've played destiny and other shooters there's a reason we always went back Destiny. to Destiny. Destiny's the best shooter in the yeah. past decade. And it, like, and it just, like, it almost kind of sucks that you have Activision behind this who's knowing that there's people like me who are like, I don't want to play any other shooter. Exactly. But it's like, I, I will pay to play Destiny because it's that good, but even though the economy seems like it's heading in the completely wrong direction. Yep. Yep. But, I mean, I, I also, I can very well tell you that if it, if it disappoints me enough, I can easily just turn it off and go to something else. Yeah. Like you know that, what? Rocket so. League is on Switch now. So we can <laughs> all play Rocket League. Hey, actually, really a lot of that. the clan still plays Rocket League. That's so. true. Um, the Detective Pikachu movie has its American Pikachu. Oh, yeah, that's Unfortunately, right. Unfortunately, 
It is not Danny DeVito as much as the internet wanted it to be. But it still has a good pick, though. But it does have a pretty good pick. Ryan Reynolds is going <laughs> to be voicing Detective Pikachu. I am okay with this. Which is fine. <laughs> I think it's funny, too, because it was like... After Deadpool came out, someone like made a picture of Pikachu as Deadpool, yeah. and he retweeted it saying, "Like whoever made this, thank you." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that's really cool. Uh, I'm still curious as what the fuck this is gonna be, but cool. Can't can't wait. I mean, Ryan Pikachu's gonna be solving mysteries. It's now Pikachu. <laughs> it's Mystery that's right. Dungeon. That's right. How who would have known that Van Wilder would now become Pikachu? Hey, Lance Bass is Sephiroth. The the DLC came out for Marvel Infinite. <laughs> yep. Uh, Black Widow, Venom, and so, Winter Soldier. I thought we were in news. No, we were. We were. We were I think. I, I thought we were. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. There was uh, some other news. Uh, well, let's take with Marvel real quick. I learned the uh, the Battle for the Stones is going on right yeah, now. It's a tournament. It's that big tournament, and it's it's because it's Capcom Cup weekend. Yeah, and it's actually kind of cool. Oh, and I was just gonna say, like, speaking of which, talking about like a company I've shit on all year. Like turning around, man. Like Mega Man, <laughs> Devil May Cry, Bayonetta. Uh, apparently, Street Fighter Five Arcade is like shaping up to be really good. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Capcom uh, no more. Maybe, maybe. is Capcom Bayonetta. Yeah. No, that's Platinum, dude. That's Platinum. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Capcom might have Capcom, old Capcom. Did Capcom publish the first one? Maybe is, is that is that maybe where it was? that might be why I'm thinking that. Uh, let's find out. But uh, by Unetta, no, she but yeah, by, she doesn't, hey, doesn't live down here. Yeah, yeah Monster a, Hunter World as well. Oh yeah, like, Monster that beta. Developed, no, it was published by Sega. Oh okay. Yeah, Sega and Platinum. Okay, well maybe well Monster Hunter then. Yeah, yeah, Monster but, Hunter. But World. I, I get your point. Capcom yeah. does seem like they're actually trying to turn, turn around, around yeah. a little bit. Like this tournament, this Battle for the Stone seems pretty cool. There are six. Six the six Infinity Stones, and that like, other people like one stone. If you want to qualify, you want a stone. Yeah, and the stone affects the tournament in real life. Like one of them lets you like switch places in the bracket. One of them lets you choose your opponent's characters. One of them lets you remap your control your opponent's controller, which all <laughs> seems nuts. And if you win against that person, you take their stone. Nice. And the winner is trying to get all six of the Infinity Stones. And, like, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> it's a neat it, concept, but it's incredibly broken. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a stupid gimmick, but hey. I'm, Why not? If you can remap your I mean, opponent's controller. This, like, this, is, this is easily, like, the most hyped thing that has ever come out of Marvel Infinite so far. Plus, the trophy is this giant glowing Infinity Gauntlet with the stones in it. And it looks really yeah. sweet. I'm actually okay with this. Like, it, that, that tournament's going on right now. It's going on today and tomorrow. And. Street Fighter is going on tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah, Street Fighter. It's a part of they're doing finals at PSX again this year, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll probably have PSX PlayStation News, I guess, maybe for next week's show. That's going on this weekend. Uh, what else you got, Vaughn? Uh, more stuff for Street Fighter got released recently. Okay. As far as like information goes, like everyone's gonna have like a second V trigger, and people will get oh, that's, extra that's moves in those V triggers. That's the arcade mode announcement. Right? Yeah, arcade yeah. arcade edition. Mm-hmm. It actually looks pretty good. To be quite honest, I'm looking forward to some actual good things out of that game for mm-hmm. once. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm uh, I'm interested because the whole thing I've been complaining about in Street Fighter Five for the past two years is it doesn't have an arcade mode, which is the, my favorite thing to do. Because I'm not good. I don't want to play online, but I want to play against the computer over and over put, again. I want to put them on one star. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kick their ass. <laughs> exactly. And I think uh, Disney recently Tiger! bought Marvel or got rights nope. from Marvel or something Wait. for X Men. 
No, we'll talk about that at another time. That's still in the works. I guess I misread it. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my special stage. Oh, rumor yeah. has it. Yeah, rumor has it. Uh, All right, then. Well, we'll save that for later. Yeah, I was going to talk about that in my special uh, stage. Uh, the, um, there's a sale going on. For on PSN and Steam for all the Game Award games, so check that out. I picked up uh, what was it? What remains of Edith Finch for like fifteen bucks because it won an award last night. I think there's about to be a winter Twitch sub sale soon. Okay, there you go. Subscribe to your favorite booby girls, which is like uh, I think the thing that they did recently with like the half off subs. I think that's happening again or something. It was September. Yeah, in September. September is pretty good name, right? Yeah, you like that? Oh yeah. uh, Apparently, Zer is selling like the best gun in the expansion. Yeah, this week the bugged one. Oh yeah. Yeah, it launched with a bug because the total time to kill is less than a second. (laughs) (laughs) But. Um, oh, that is actually the best thing I saw off the subreddit today. Um, so some guy yesterday apparently posted that if Zer sells uh, oh, yes, Promethean's lens, he would shave his head and glue it on his face as a beard. <laughs> Zer is selling that gun today. <laughs> the problem is... And yeah. now Bungie, even like, like Deej and Bungie themselves are like tweeting. Like Deej was like, did you make a bet on if... So like... Props to them, actually, like to kind of turn something around from the hell community that's going on right now to actually like kind of put some light on it. Because if you're gonna have a bugged gun and everyone was worried about it being used in trials, then just give it to everyone. That's funny. That's like, what they did with Galley yeah. before they nerfed it. Right. Like it's just basically like like I think it's been dubbed like. Uh, Do you think they control that? Like they like saw that and they're like, let's put let's let Zer sell it. Like they, do you think they can swap I, it out with I know, with Zer I know it's usually like an algorithm, but mm-hmm. I, they definitely have the means the to fa- change it. Does that mean I can't go to Zer and buy it unless I buy Curse of Osiris? No, you can get it. Okay, yeah. well, I guess I'll talk, log back on at least. So to buy that's this another thing, thing that's weird: is the new exotics are not tied to the DLC. Great. So, like, what is tied to the DLC? The the strikes and the story, the, the, the raid. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> I don't know, but now I guess I'll log in and buy this gun at least. Uh, until they nerf it. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it's just like, that's such a great thing. Like, hey, this gun's broken, and everyone's going to be complaining about it. So no, let's give it to everyone. Because <laughs> uh, I saw something, too, where it was like, since Trials is going on, I think it was like 93% of the kills have been with that gun. <laughs> great. And it's like 300,000 kills when I looked at it earlier today. <laughs> that's funny. Um. All right, we know. So, again, like, that's another thing, like, to bring up that point, like, there are genuine people that work at that company that want the best out of this. Oh, totally. You, you know it's just fucking active. But, you know, they could back out. They own the rights to Destiny. Oh, Like, if, if they back out, Activision doesn't own it. Oh, yeah, as you're saying. So, like, fuck them. <laughs> I'm sure there's some contracts that you can't just be like, fuck them. Yeah, but... Well. We need to get Neil on the Game Awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Activision. <laughs> Fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> Seriously, fuck the Oscars. This is the real shit right here. <laughs> All right, we know Neil's been playing Destiny. Vaughn, what have you been playing this week? Or these We're past- skipping everything else I've been playing. It's well, a segue. Oh, okay. You've been talking. I'm let someone else talk. Oh, well. well this is um, my show, bitch. <laughs> during the holidays, I finished up getting the rest of the uh, achievements for Fire Emblem Warriors before DLC comes out soon. There you so. go. Nice, and it was it was a bit of a grind because you have to get your all your supports with every character up to A plus rank. So, 
That's but, intense. But I, I was able to do it, and I have everyone at least up to level 90 out of like a maximum of 90, 99, so, and I have plenty of money, so going into DLC, it's going to be a breeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least I hope it'll be a breeze anyway. Uh, but uh, recently, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 came out, and I've been oh, playing yeah. that a lot. That video game is out now. It came out last week. That's a game. That we... game is really good so far. I'm only three chapters in. Okay, so let's talk about this because I have questions. And the, I also have questions because what? that game is r- ridiculously crazy and it has so much stuff in it that you can't possibly like learn it all even within like 20 hours. What is a Xenoblade? Oh, so it's Final Fantasy thirteen. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> uh, did you, so you played the first one? I have. Did you beat the first one? I did. Okay, does this tie into that at all do i need to play the no, first one not at all okay it is a completely different universe so oh okay cool does it have the monado no oh so it's just like has nothing to do with anything <laughs> what how this all uh, works is that like uh pe- regular people are drivers and they have these like entities that they use to like get their power called blades so. like keyblades not really like key I think blades. Blades don't they like live gears. on don't they live on giant and like Gods or animals? Yeah, they live. They live on giant like animals and stuff called titans. Okay, so. or inside. Oh, spoilers <laughs> now. Um, and you're a little kid with a really bad British accent, and you have a sword, and you fight things. Uh, you don't. I, well, you kind of get like a regular sword, but like uh, his better sword comes from whenever he gets his. It blade. comes from within, right? Mm. Pretty much <laughs> the animal. <laughs> your good weapon comes from your blade. Okay. But he's also a uh, salvager, so like he goes like down into like the sea of clouds and like picks up treasure and shit. Okay, it's pretty cool. Um, how does the combat work? Because I saw you were tweeting about how the combat's kind of weird. The is it, combat is, it, is, it, is intense. Is bro. it different than the first one? Uh, it's kind of the same, but like how you like use like your different uh, specials and arts and whatnot, like is completely different. Okay, so. How combat works is that, like, if you find an enemy, you lock onto it first, and then you press your A button so you can uh, bring out your weapon, and then you can walk up to it and start auto-attacking when you, like, stop in front of it. So, every time you use your one of your auto-attacks hits, your arts, which are displayed on the side, which I guess I'll call those specials, okay. uh, they have a meter, and every time you hit with an auto-attack, their meters build up a little bit. And then you're, uh, once it fills up to the max, you can actually you can use it. And then once you use those specials, you can build a meter for your super. Okay. And how that your works? Artsy arts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the supers are called specials, but I didn't know what else to call the other things. But like uh, auto attacks, arts specials, and you can use those. To do chain combos with your party members. So you can do like chain supers, chain arts, that sort of thing. And all of your arts have different status effects that they could put on the enemy as well. So like say someone knocks them down with like a break, you can use your topple art to topple them over. And then you can use another character to use their launch art. It's crazy. <laughs> it is and, ridiculous. Are, and you're free moving through all this? Yes. And you're just like hitting buttons? And it sounds a lot like Star Ocean. Yeah, so here's the cool part about it, though. Like, there are different ways to cancel your attacks as well. So you can cancel your auto-combo attack just by moving. But So how auto-combo, or how auto-attacks work is that they work in a 1-2-3 combo sort of way, but it's kind of slow. But you can interrupt the first hit just by moving, and it'll go straight to the first hit again. 
So you could sacrifice a little bit of damage to build up your in order to build up your meter faster for your arts. Okay. And are you confined in this little dome like you were in the first no. game to do this? It's or? all free roam. Okay. Do you have your you have your buddies? They're just kind of attacking when do, doing what they do. Yes. Donald's yeah. like throwing potions away, and Goofy's <laughs> you know, worthless. Actually, you don't really have like uh, healing items that you can use. Like certain characters have uh, a healer status for their blades. So they actually like produce potions that drop on the ground through their arts. Are you only controlling one character the entire game? Yes. Or can you swap between you your can, party you members? You can switch between different blades, though, okay. in battle. You can switch between different party members outside of battle, though. Can you... If your player character dies, is that it? No. Like it is in Persona? Uh, you, you have a party me- meter at the top left of the screen, and uh, it has three different segments. And if one of your characters knocks, is knocked out, you can use one of those uh, segments to okay. revive a character. So if you, as the player character, gets knocked out... Someone could come in and rescue you. Oh, as long you as can't you have, do it. The computer has to do it. The computer has to do it, yeah. Okay. That's the only thing I did not like about Persona 5, is if you of the player character died in battle, that was it. As Anyone long, else could die, but if you died, that's it. As long as you have a uh, meter in the party gauge, someone can come and revive you. So, but if you're out of meter... Then you lose. But if your party member dies and you don't have any meter are you good or do you lose then too uh you don't lose then as long as you survive it's the main character as long as you survive it's still kind of like that but they give you some leniency with it okay they give you a chance to actually live it is this whole the whole game is open world you know typical rpg jrpg nonsense yeah pretty much like right from the bat like uh they give you like this sort of like freedom to move around this uh one tiny area sort of thing Mm -hmm. and then once the story revs up like you go to much bigger worlds okay uh, and you start are, you're automatically the, given side quests at the beginning of the game. You too, start off so. on the toenail <laughs> of the Titan. <laughs> yeah. But once the game gets going, you go to like the hind quarter. <laughs> um, to the flank. Yes. To the fillet. Mm-hmm. To the to the ribeye. Yep. Until uh, you get to that delicious tender tail. <laughs> how's how's the voice acting? Because in the first one, it wasn't. It's a JRPG. Oh. What are you talking about? You know, it's not. The voice good. acting was all right. For I, Sony. It was fine. Yeah, that's as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> it's all right. I thought it was okay because There's, like I was because I was all right with Xenoblade One's uh, voice <laughs> acting because like every at least in that game, everyone talked in the British accent on a on a scale of but. Persona Five to Chaos Wars. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I gotta show you this after the podcast. So Chaos Wars was a PS2 game that was brought over, but the company that made it like didn't have money to do voice acting, so like the dude that owned the company got like his family and friends to do oh, it. Oh god. Mm. Oh man, I own the game. It's really that's that's the reason I own it too. But <laughs> Oh man, it's so bad. But so, yeah, go on. Are you playing it in English or are you playing it in Japanese? Can you switch to Japanese? Well, when I got to the first like big battle like cutscene where you get like your blade who talks in a not British voice accent. Oh lord. <laughs> and the guy the main guy with the British voice acting accent cannot do battle screams. He is really bad at it. So I was like, you know what? This sounds really bad. So I am going to switch this over to Japanese. I went and downloaded the Japanese voice. Oh, so the download. That's funny. (laughs) And I started playing with that. And it's a lot better. Okay. 
a lot better. How, do you do you know if it's better, or do you just you can't speak the language, so you're just ignorant to it? No, it actually does sound a lot better. Okay. Like it actually sounds it, it it goes well with the uh, the art style in my opinion too, because it's very anime like. Gotcha. So the um okay, so I can not play any of the previous games, just jump into this one, yeah, and I'll be fine. You can literally just jump right. Should into I play it. this one then go back and play one? Where if, is, you, where if, is, you, if you like it enough, sure. Where is Xenoblade Chronicles X fit into all of this? Because that came out a couple years ago on that's, Wii U. That's its own game. Okay, so they're all separate. Yeah, they're all separate. Didn't X have like robots or something? Yeah. Okay. I mean, kind of. the first one kind of did too. Okay. Well, I want to check this out. I bought it. It's right there in this Amazon box that I haven't opened yet. Um, it's a it's definitely a fun game. It looks pretty. The music's great. And this is I, on I really Nintendo want that, Switch. I really want that collector's edition for that Steelbook. Steelbook <laughs> Switch game. The only thing... Is that what you got? I know what I'm stealing when I leave. <laughs> He's opening the box right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's heavy as shit. That is beautiful. Yeah. Jeez, that looks great. The only thing I... There's a lot of customization in the uh, game as well. For, like, all your blades, all your, like, weapons and whatnot. The only thing I don't great. like about uh, it... The only thing I, I don't like it so far go, is the... Is <laughs> No more podcasts for me or friendship because yeah, I stole this your really shit. Really good. Yeah, the one thing I don't like about this game so far is that like it's really hard to completely tell the path that you're supposed to go in order to get to the next area for the story. But I've been finding ways to get there on my own, so it's what's, all fine. Uh, what's this fellow's name with his generic brown hair? Rex. Animate. So it's not Shulk anymore. It's Rex. Yeah. Okay. God, this looks really good. Um, yeah, I definitely want to play it. Um, unfortunately, I don't even know if I'll be able to play it this year because I, there's a bunch of games I really want to get done for Game of the Year. It's a long game. <laughs> in the past two weeks, I brought my PlayStation on the road, but it wouldn't hook up to the TV in the room, so I haven't been able to do anything at all. Like, I'm only uh, a third of the way through it right now. I've already spent, like, 21 hours on it. Yeah, this is another thing. I don't have the time game. for another 60-hour JRPG. <laughs> I did... Um, 60 one. hours, that's it? I... <laughs> My carrying case, I carry my PS4 in, technically has a little screen in it. It's like 12 inches, but I played some Wolfenstein on it. The first one. Uh, the, the first one. The 2014 game. Right. Uh, New Order. Uh, that game's alright. It's interesting story-wise. The stealth sections fucking suck. They're much better in Old Blood. Okay. So, like, the New Order is, like, the story is crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the fun part about that game. Yeah. Uh, but the gameplay is like you point and shoot, you know, and it's difficult. And it's I you put die it on. I put it on easy. I didn't put it on baby mode. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> sidebar, real quick. Uh, when I was, I, I half I think joked on this show where I was like, I'm not picking that one because it's calling me a baby, and I don't like that. And someone for Kotaku mm-hmm. wrote an article about how they were offended because it dresses him up like a baby and calls you a baby because you put it on the easiest mode. <laughs> yeah, they were le- seemed to be legitimately upset about that, and yeah. I said it as a joke. Yeah, yeah, they're really upset because uh, even though in the description of Easy it doesn't say it's just a picture, like it dresses yeah. BJ up as a baby, but it says like for those who just want to enjoy the story. Yeah, like I mean. Anyway, but uh, so I put it on the I put it on the second easy mode, and uh, those stealth sections. Now I just run up and shoot someone and let them sound the alarm. And I just shoot everyone because right. I, I got tired of trying to stealth around. The little flying robots are really annoying. Hey, I'll, I'll be better. straight up honest. Uh, Wolf Two, uh-huh. I played on baby mode. Yeah, just okay. because like mainly the checkpoint system is garbage. Gotcha. Uh, and there was a I lot of times that. where there was yeah. there's a lot of times I was running into we'll see wolf 2 has a different checkpoint where it'll checkpoint you in like the middle of a battle that's weird and so it'll like 
There was once where it did a checkpoint where I was on a mounted gun with a grenade going off on me. And sometimes it would kill me. Sometimes it, it would wouldn't. leave me with like three health. But even oh, if it yeah. left me with three health, there's someone right there shooting at me. So I was just like, I, what the hell? And like, I've died a fair amount of times on like second to easy mode. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to just mow through it. But eventually I might just do turn it to baby mode. Well, it's also because... one of those games too, like... Once you beat it, you get chapter select. And in chapter um, select, you keep all your perks, you keep all your health upgrades and stuff that you, so you get. So you go back and play So when you're, when you're playing it on nightmare mode, it's like you have 300 health to deal with instead of 100. Right. So it, it, it kind of like evens out. And I picked up, I'm not even close to beating uh, New Order, but I picked up Old Blood on Black Friday sale for like 10 bucks. And I'll probably, I'm going to get Wolf 2 for Christmas just because I'm not going to be able to play it the next two weeks. Yeah. But um, I would say like New Order. It doesn't take that long, maybe like six to eight hours. Okay. Old Blood, maybe like four. Okay. It's Hopefully a really quick game. I can get through that. Because um, Old Blood is only like, I think like eight chapters. Yeah. It's not long. I mean, it was standalone DLC. I mean, I'm definitely interested in the story. Mm-hmm. I've never played a Wolfenstein game before. Literally, the only thing I know about Wolfenstein is Mecha Hitler. Yeah. You don't have to because it's like retelling. Okay. Like, like this Wolfenstein really doesn't have anything to do with any other Wolfenstein. Okay. Um, I did. I mean, fi- it it does, but you don't have to. Gotcha. Play them. I did finish the uh, the Madden eighteen story mode. <laughs> that was so disappointing. Like I know a, a couple weeks ago when we <laughs> talked. Is, actually, I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh-huh. So I listened to the last podcast that I wasn't on yeah. on my road trip. It's a two hundred five. And show. I never, never, ever. <laughs> In my life, <laughs> thought I would hear where someone says they're playing Wolfenstein and it's okay, but it's not really my thing. To then later <laughs> say that they're playing Madden and it's actually pretty good. So, like, what what the hell is okay. wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think I can't remember. I've, I've had this conversation a bunch of times off off air, and we missed last week, so I can't remember all I said two weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, it started with Promise because it reminded me a lot of NCAA 08 when they introduced their like campus legend mode mm-hmm. where like you start out as a high school player and then you get you know recruited by a college and you are the quarterback you only play as the quarterback whatever position you choose and at night you'd have to choose do I want to study do I want to hang out with my friends do I want to watch film and that would affect your stats almost like Persona Whereas during the day you went to practice and then at night you had your activities until it's game time. And it seemed like when I started the the long shot story mode in Madden 18, it was kind of doing that. Like decisions you would make in the cutscenes would affect your game stats and you're running drills and stuff. And I thought it would conclude with you getting drafted by a team and playing through, like trying to work your way up to a starter and playing through stuff like that the 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 campus legend mode did in the old ncaa games like you're rookie and you're not the starter exactly but like preseason the starter gets hurt but now's your time to shine buddy the (laughs) story like it just it was like kind of going there it's taking its time hour one hour two and then hour three stunt and it just kind of ended and nothing happens afterwards like if you don't want the Madden 18 story mode spoiled, turn this off. Uh, there's two different endings. I think I got the good ending after reading how the other ending goes. But it just ends with you being drafted like third to last. And then them doing like, a, a, you know, after any movie ends, like this person's doing this now. And this person's doing this now. And it's it. 
You don't get to play any games. You don't get to dress out in your uniform. Like, you don't get to do anything. And it just ends. And you can export that character in a Madden Ultimate Team, and that's it. And it was really disappointing because it just so ended so abruptly. You only got to really play in one game because the whole thing is like you're this uh, like high school phenom, and then you, you're rookie, you're rookie, your freshman year of college. Your dad dies, and he's a big inspiration to you, so you like can't handle it. And you go and join the army, and then come back. You want to trial for the nfl after being away for a couple of years and you get picked up by this reality show to like help you train and, mm-hmm. and get drafted um and the only game you get to play is like the final game of like the finale of the reality show which is how you basically your ending is justified because you do these different challenges in the game uh and well a when i was right towards the end of that main game my game crashed and I had to redo the whole thing dang um and it was pretty tough because these challenges were not easy and if you did it wrong, you're going to get a bad ending. Um, and just, like, it was janky as hell. Like, it stuttered a lot. The, the VA, like, the AV would, like, not match up sometimes. And then it just kind of ends, and you can't do anything with it afterwards. It was just, like, really disappointing. And I was just more intrigued with that because I, I guess, can I can relate to football better than I can to shoot Nazis in 1940 with giant robots. <laughs> but just because I, it brought me back to when I was 18 playing that st- that campus legend story mode uh, and they just completely fell flat and worth a waste of time. They should have DLC where your character failed and uh, now you <laughs> get to join the XFL. Oh, that would be better. That would be cool. Um, be kind of like Blitz, but coming back. <laughs> where where are you in uh, New Order? Oh, man, um, I don't know. I'm killing have you, have you passed World War Two? Yeah, it's like the sixties. Okay, so you're in, you're in like the he's gone through like the not the coma, but yeah, yeah, where he's like brain dead for yeah, however long, seeing yeah. everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But it, I uh, I was on a train. Okay, and I think I just got off the train. Okay, yeah, that tells you anything? Yep, I know where you're at. Um, yeah, keep playing because uh, no, I definitely want to. I just I, I I couldn't play it on that small yeah. screen in my carrying case. I'll say this: like much. The, the story gets pretty crazy, like in the sense of like. Don't get me wrong. This isn't going to be like some mind blowing no, story. It's, fine. it's just like one of those cool like last action hero kind no, of. No, and it feels that way. And, and like fuck Nazis and yeah, like that kind of yeah. stuff. Like and you know. uh, then like as far as like gameplay mechanics go, I think Old Blood did better okay. because there's a lot of emphasis on stealth in that game. Yeah. But they do it a lot okay. better. And I keep hearing about all these like crazy things in Wolf Two, so I really want to get to that. Yeah, Wolf Two is. Well, we can. Have, I want. I want to call him next. I want. I want to do a spoiler cast for Wolf too. So, um, that's. For, I'll. I have one more thing to talk about, but I'll go back to Neil because he sounds like he's been playing other things. We'll just keep rotating around. Oh, sounds fine. good. I mean, if you got one more thing to talk about, it go for it. Well, the uh, the new expansion came out in Hearthstone okay. yesterday. Uh, Cobalt and Catacombs, and while that's not really newsworthy, there is a new game mode that's kind of cool with it. It's the Dungeon Run mode. Mm-hmm. They've done single player stuff in the past, and it's been okay. But this is probably the most uh, repeatable single-player experience for Hearthstone because, of course, you have new uh, new cards coming out. The big like keyword in this expansion is Recruit. So when you play a card, Recruit means you pull a card out of your deck and immediately put it into play, which is mm. kind of strong. Because uh, like, there's one card, like when it dies, it summons an 8-mana card. So you got like an 8-mana like, card for free just on the board. Um, but this dungeon run mode is almost their version like a, a digital card version of like a roguelike where you choose your class you want to play and you have to go against eight bosses and the bosses get like uh they get higher level better cards and when you start you're playing against this like shitty little rat who has 10 health and you start with 10 cards 
And then when you beat him, you get to pick, you get to choose a set of three cards to add to your deck. And every time you win, you add more cards to your deck. And then after every few rounds, you can pick like this buff where it's like all your cards cost one less or all your spells are free or all your minions permanently have stealth, which means they can't be attacked. And it really changes the game up every time and it keeps it kind of engaging and makes me want to go back. Because if you lose, just go back to start. You have to beat all eight bosses. And I got as far as uh, I got to the seventh boss with my druid. And I was like wrecking shit. Like I thought that was it. I had a power up where all my minions had stealth so they couldn't be attacked. And a couple of the druid cards let you buff your cards where they're really strong. So if you can't attack them and then you can just buff them, you can just like kill your opponent very quickly. And I was until I got to the final boss and I was like, shit, I want to run it again. So it's like makes me want to keep doing it where I'm actually enjoying that more than just going online and playing against net deck. Yeah, so it's like cool. I feel like this is like their best attempt at a single player thing that's actually really fun and repeatable because all the single player adventures in the past were cool but like once you beat them that was it you know whereas this is like makes you want to keep coming back and if you can beat it with all nine classes you get like a card back or something yeah. uh, so that's really neat the, the other big pull of this expansion is all the classes can have weapons now they're legendary weapons so you can only have one but they do like super powerful things um, so I actually want I want to get back and play more of that just because I want to beat the fucking cobalt rat thing. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Anyway. Uh what else have you been up to, Neil? Uh so I guess going back to Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. I played I got Wolfenstein two on Black Friday. Okay. Yeah, and... me, me too. I'll get it for Christmas. It was like twenty five bucks. Yeah. I uh I played through that and The whole game? Uh, yeah. Oh wow, okay. How uh, long was it? Uh, decently long, yeah. actually. Um, Longer than, like, Doom? Probably about the same. Okay. Like, I gave up on Doom after, like, eight hours. Yeah, I'd say, like, Wolfenstein 2 probably took me about, maybe, like, ten hours mm-hmm. or so. I think there's actually a playtime clock in it, so I can check. But, uh, but wow. Uh, <laughs> whole, like, I have... <laughs> So there were quite a few times where something just happened in that game <laughs> where I my my mouth just fell wide open. God, I've heard that so much. It's the and only reason I, I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> just from a standpoint of how do you think to write this? Like, <laughs> and like the first game didn't really have any of these or anything. The or? first thing has more of like these like you like. Uh, it's just like uh, I don't know how to say it without spoiling it. Gotcha. Well, you already had kind of one thing spoiled for you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So like the locations were crazy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like where it's like you go to these things, it's just like what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like this is crazy. This is sixties Nazis, and I'm right. doing this. Like what? Whereas Wolf Two is like things that happen, like two characters in the game and stuff. <laughs> that's just like w- what? Like, <laughs> like specifically, there's one thing that happens like at the very end that just. Uh, you'd have sworn Tarantino did it. Okay. Like, just... <laughs> what the fuck, man? Okay. Like, what, like, how do you think of this shit? <laughs> <laughs> they watched Inglorious but, Bastards a lot. And then, oh, uh, man. Like, I mean, this was, like, way more crazier than Inglorious Bastards in a wow, sense. Wow, okay. Like, oh, man. But, uh, yeah. Um, the gunplay in that game is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming from the other two games where it's like, 
it's fun. Like, it's a fun game, but, like, the narrative kind of, like, drives it, and it's just like a crazy, wacky story. This is, yeah. like, fucked up. <laughs> and, then, and then they also, like, do some things, uh, um, so, like, once the game ends, you can go back and, like, complete missions by unlocking districts and stuff throughout the area that you're in mm-hmm. in this game. I don't really want to say that, because that's, like, a narrative spoiler. Yeah. But, like, where you go is, like, a... Like a new place to Wolfenstein. Okay. And uh not a castle. So it's like like now, like when you kill the um the commanders, mm-hmm. that's how you get Enigma codes instead of them being collectibles that you find. And um in your base you can go to a machine and do like try to solve these Enigma codes and when you do it tells you like where a where a supreme commander is. And, like, you can go back to places and, like, find them and do extra objectives and find mm-hmm. more things. So it kind of, like, like pretty much, like, when you beat the game, it almost, like, opens up into this open world side mission thing. Okay. Kind of kind of thing. And it, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, where, whereas, like, the rest of the game is just more, stri- like, it's it plays like the other two. Like, it's straightforward. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it kind of, like, opens up with a little end game kind of thing going on. I'm definitely excited. I... Christmas morning, this is going to be like the game I open up to play in my PJs, <laughs> not in front of my family, but this is like the one yeah, I'm most excited to get caught up on, and that's why I really wanted to beat it the first one while I was out of town so I could get yeah. ready for this one, but at this point I just told my mom, like, just here, I bought this, but just wrap it up and give it to me, because I don't have yeah. time to play this. But it also just, like, the characters you meet in this game are all fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, they're crazy. Like, you meet some cool ones in New Order. Right. Um, But this one just, like... It's almost like that band of outcast thing. That's right. like you know this is this is um, uh, like what what's a movie to compare this to? Like almost like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like just these <laughs> these like weird like crazy people because because like you meet up with these resistance fighters and mm-hmm. the chick is based off of uh, some like civil rights movement woman who had like a big afro and stuff like that. Like right. she looks exactly like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know you just it, it's just crazy man and. The story is an, is actually pretty insane, um, and just yeah, like I said, the action sequence was man aware. Like there was a good two or three sequences where my jaw just dropped, and for ten, mi- ten minutes, I'm like just smiling, and my mouth is going dry. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I think like, the only time in a game I've ever like like slack jaw just like that was at the end of Bioshock Infinite, which I won't spoil if you haven't played that. Yeah, but if you, this you know what I'm talking about, this has. Moments like that, not necessarily because of like crazy plot plot twists, yeah. like, twists like that, but but it is like plot twists and stuff that mm-hmm. happen. That's just like, <laughs> but it's how it plays out, right? And uh, but yeah, that game, straight up, uh, machine games like hell yeah, <laughs> like spoiler alert, this is this is easily a top five game of the year for me. All right, um, nice. I need to get on it. Just crazy nonstop action. It won. Uh, but it, it was, it's a beautiful game. Too. Did it win like, best narrative last night? Uh, it won something. I, something, yeah. But I mean, I, I could believe if it was narrative because, like I said, it's just it's out there, man. It's best it's, action. Yeah. Oh, best. Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it you know it it had its like difficulty spikes, which were kind of just like crazy to me. But, you know, whatever. I don't care. I put it on baby mode, so be it. Like, <laughs> I'm not ashamed of that. Like, hey, I wanted to get through the game. Go yeah. for it. So, fuck it. Plus, it's just kind of like, I don't know, if it's my headcanon where it's like, I'm supposed to be this, like, badass soldier Nazi killer. I just want to mow through all these people and not really 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like your character wears a bib or anything throughout the no, game. No, no, it's no. Just... I'm just saying, like, because sometimes you play games, you're like, I want the challenge. But sometimes, like, I just want to murder everyone and be a god, basically. And, and that would be baby mode. Yeah, exactly. So, hell yeah. And that's that's BJ Blazkowicz. That's another cool thing about 2 is early on, it actually, like, like, like the beginning is is like narratively really like emotional heavy mm-hmm. um and, and it ties in a lot of things like with the past and present going on right. that that's pretty cool um uh, but then they also answer a question that's like something that people have wondered you know ever since 1984 when wolfenstein came out mm-hmm. and it, it's not something that's like terribly important but it's just cool that it's it's finalized of yeah. you know like this is it you know and it, it's it's something about bj but it, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Wolf Two was awesome. And <laughs> I, it, it almost feels like I don't. Have you played the Darkness Machine games? Uh, no games from like Bar- last generation. It wasn't bad. Yeah, like the first one was cool. The second one was awesome. And like the, the be- one, like he had like the ghost shadow arm. That was the first one. Yeah. Well, Soul yeah, that was both of them. But, yeah, but yeah, the, but the second one was like the cell shaded kind of looking game. That's it right. More comic book and that was um, them. I didn't know that was them. yeah. But. Uh, the the beginning of this game like really like it almost felt like they were basically like we want to make the darkness 3 but we have to make a wolfenstein game <laughs> so we'll just call it wolfenstein 2 and that's kind of what it felt like cuz there was there's something that happens at the beginning that's very deja vu of the darkness 2 that that I really enjoyed because I thought you know for back then like what the darkness 2 did in the beginning of the game was Mm-hmm. something that you hadn't really seen before in a video game and it was just really cool for them to kind of revisit that right. um but yeah um other than that i i actually borrowed two games from a friend i borrowed a horizon zero dawn and uh dragon quest builders i haven't tried dragon quest builders yet but i'm really excited to play that but i did start horizon and uh it, it's I, I just got out of like her being a kid Oh, okay, so, you so haven't, I haven't, haven't like, done, like I haven't like, like really the, done anything. Like the Hunger Games part, yet, no. Okay, um, yeah, but they've talked about that, like mm-hmm. how she she wants to not be an outcast anymore. Yeah, so you have to compete in this thing. Yeah, that's where I stopped um, right at the end of that. So I need that. That's another one I need to pick back up in the next couple of weeks for Game of the Year. That near is like I need to get back to that like real bad. Yeah, so far it's a beautiful game. It doesn't control as smooth as I thought it did. I didn't really have a problem with the control. I don't have a problem with it, right? But like for like I didn't think the game would be as like jumpy as a third person controlling yeah. game as it is my it's wor- not it's not horrible my worry going back is i might have you honestly like sit down with me when i get back into it because like a lot of systems are weird like you have to like and it's not fresh like it's a crouch and like activate like your ear thing and then you mm-hmm. can like tag the dy- robo dinosaur yeah. and then you have to like do all these other things to, like try to kill it i and noticed i just like, remember just, all that right now. i noticed just in the cave sequence that was kind of weird yeah it's like you press square to crouch and then you have to click r3 to like bring up this dome mm-hmm. to activate things in it yeah um, there's just a lot of systems i'm like nervous trying to get back to remember it's kind well, of like they, the same as Nier, they really but... like just throw them at you all at once it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like you learn everything in that cave as a you girl do. when i feel like it could have been in her weird creepy doll plastic face yeah i feel like it could have been like strung out over the next like well it keeps 30 going. minutes they, of the game they you do know? Oh, you, okay. learn, you learn more stuff i guess you haven't learned yet too no, um, i mean i literally just got to the point to where she's an adult like okay. i haven't even played i like i'm leaving the village as an okay. adult once you get past like the the trials, let me know. Okay, that's pretty much where I am. Um, and other than that, you know, I, I miss. So I'm super intrigued, like what's going on in that game, like where are where civilization? It's like yeah. 2050 or 2060, I think. And almost it's it's almost like really just like why are 
like you know even like what she says like why is she an outcast like yeah. when her mother wasn't mm-hmm. so why is it that this guy is but it's like his mission was to raise her but in raising her that made her an outcast too it's a lot of stuff uh, it, yeah, it, it's a lot of questions i want to learn and there's more like what is going on stuff once you finish the trials so yeah. but so far i mean holy hell that's a beautiful game yeah i really wish but, that's like the main reason i'd look to have a pro and like a, i will a say TV. this i'm very glad i didn't get it around the time it came out mm-hmm. because compared to zelda I don't think I would have liked it near as much. No, and that's a that's a difficult game, and I had a problem with it, like trying to jump back and forth between it and Zelda because it mm-hmm. controlled so differently. But it was like it was similar, but still different enough yeah. where it didn't feel right. But now going back to it, it should be better. It's very Far Cry esque. Yeah, but um, uh, it, it seems like it's going to be a really good game. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. excited to play it. Um, and then other than that, I I I kind of. Oh, I downloaded a... So apparently this game came out in March. A King's Tale? Uh, it's a Final Fantasy XV spinoff. I've heard about but it. But it's a, it's like a side-scrolling brawler a la, like... Uh, what? Like Scott Pilgrim. I haven't but, heard of this. But it's like... But it uses like a combo battle system like Final Fantasy XV just being a... Yeah, I had never heard of it. I just saw it like for free to download. And it came out in March. But uh, it's, it's basically a prequel because it's... King Regis telling Noctis as a young boy a story about something he did, but he's like over exaggerating the story to make it a cool story. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you're playing through that, but it's like a it, it almost looks like a 16 bit side scrolling pixelated beat 'em up combo brawler. Mm-hmm. So it, and it's it's actually it's cool, you know. I mean, for a free game, you know, it, it's not bad at all. What is this on? PS4. Okay. So it's, huh. and it's just free to download. I, you know, I recommend it if you like stuff like Scott Pilgrim and that Power Rangers game. You know, it's something that's it doesn't feel like you have to beat it, but to play it for like an hour, you'd get yeah. some enjoyment out of it. Okay. Um, but I got like four missions into that. I, I, I do want to jump back. Is it in multiplayer and, or single player? I think it's just single player. Mm. One reason I like those beat 'em up games to play with buddies because it's you only play as one, but you use the other guys as like assist combo, oh, okay. like their combos. Like pretty much once you build an eight combo you can assist and bring in this guy by like pressing triangle and circle or bring in this guy by pressing square and x and then like after you do like 24 or 32 in a row without getting hit that's when you can use your summon which is basically like you do your crazy all sword things and then the other characters jump in and blast heavy with their guns and they just like attack a whole bunch of characters on the screen annihilating them okay so it's it's decent for a free game like if this was like 20 bucks i'd probably be like well, this was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, I, I jumped into the, the mobile market since I was on the road a lot. Well, what else have you been uh, <laughs> No, you might as well. But I, hey, I finally beat Magikarp Jump. Hey, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you posted that on Twitter. Which is actually jump. funny. So I went on like a three-month hiatus of that game. And then I came back and within two generations, I beat the game. Nice. So I was, mm-hmm. I was literally only like one fight away and I didn't even know it. That's funny. <laughs> um... But yeah, now all you do in the game is like... Jump. Yeah, you can just raise a Magikarp indefinitely without him retiring. So once he hits max level, you're not forced to go to a league and fight him and him retire. Like You can just keep building his jump power until it gets like crazy fucking high. But I ain't got time for all that. I beat the game. I'm happy. <laughs> um, and then I downloaded Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Again. Yeah, non-Australian version. 
Um, and now that I've actually like gotten into it and played it because I was you know able to link my account, that makes it a little bit more incentive to play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want a real Animal Crossing game because <laughs> uh, it's about as good as Mitomo. Okay. Um, in the sense of like, there's not shit to do. <laughs> um, and the one thing that really bugs me is, you know, what I really always enjoyed about Animal Crossing was like building your house. And I, 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 this is coming from someone who's only played the GameCube version. So I loved like building my house, making it bigger, making it what I wanted, having the friendships in the town with those animals, collecting the fossils and the fish for the museum collection was cool. And then, like, randomly finding those NES games and you can play those. That was cool. This is, like, you choose what style of camp you want. And I'm like, yeah, natural, because that looks the coolest to me. So I want to make, like, all natural stuff. And then to, like, befriend these animals and keep them at your camp, they're like, yeah, I'll come over. But you have to put this big, obnoxious, pink fucking heart-shaped couch in your camp and I'll come visit. And I'm like fuck you lily then you're not coming to my camp like so it's just like there's no incentive for me to like try to invite these animals over that just don't want things that i don't like you know (laughs) sounds a lot like uh the happy home designer yeah kind of like that like i want this baby crib in the middle of it and that's yeah and like a lot of the animals are like that and then i earned 250 leaf tickets without spending any money and bought the kk slider chair so he's always at my camp and game over like i haven't touched Mm -hmm. it since like (laughs) i got what i wanted well here's the hope that they make one for switch that's you know an actual yeah i just i just want it to be like this game is just definitely one of those like we want you to pay real money to do things Mm-hmm. the way you want to do it and right. that just i don't want that like i just want a real animal crossing game and like while this was like a cool like a little idea it's just not really right. for me right um and then uh puzzle fighter came out oh on yeah phone. that did come out on phone i was going about that i don't have it so well, it's free <laughs> You don't have to pay for it. Okay. And well, it's, it's it's cool. Um, it's different from the Puzzle Fighter I played last. Like, now it is, like, the gym combo thing, but instead of trying to, like, get the other player to the top, the person, like, the characters you're fighting actually have a health bar. So, like, the combos you do... Do a certain amount do, of damage. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the game can end without you basically, like, Tetrising yeah. your opponent out. So that's, like, a really neat element to it, um, I find. That's and, pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I, I like it. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, especially, you know, for a free to play game what's that the, I won't put what's money the, into. What's the pay? What's the what's the what's the money hook? Um, I haven't looked. Okay, I so just, you haven't really, so you haven't run into it at least yet. No, okay. I've just it, I've just been playing Puzzle Fighter. It's PvP, right? Like it's live. It has that. Okay, but you can just play versus AI. Okay. that's all I've done. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. Um, yeah. Just because I liked Puzzle Fighter, I played it a lot on my 360. I always get whooped by Vaughn or Renee. Um, but uh, we like puzzle games. Yeah, clearly. Um, but since I'm the reigning Puyo Puyo Tetris champ, uh, I'm trying to move on to something else. And uh, I'm curious to check this out. But I'm always just skeptical about mobile games because fuck them. Uh, anything else for you, Vaughn? Well, I guess like seeing as how we've been talking about mobile games, I'll talk about the update that came out for Fire Emblem Heroes. I no, guess. you're not. <laughs> <Moving on. laughs> 
Uh, they've added like more stuff to like the story, so like there's more in-depth things going on with it. You can now refine weapons for some of your weaker heroes to make them stronger, so they won't be shit anymore. <laughs> so that's a good okay. thing. And uh, because uh, it became Google Play's uh, most favorite or like the best mobile game in Japan for them, they decided to give a whole bunch, give out a whole bunch of free stuff. So. That came out yesterday, so now they gave out like 2017 feathers for people to level up their people with, and like 20 orbs. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm still having a blast playing it. Okay, and the, it, because of this new update, like a, a, the, it's pretty much like character rotation tiers. So like now dragons are at the top, so that's cool. <laughs> Where's Long Ku in this uh, character? Oh, he tier? still sucks. <laughs> Long Ku. <laughs> Just don't use Longku, man. He's bad. <laughs> Need my Longku. And well, it's uh, gonna be a long shot that he's gonna be good. <laughs> uh, <and> Marth. <laughs> and uh, because uh, of the whole hype train with the whole Breath of the Wild DLC announcement yesterday, I bought the expansion pass and booted it up for the first time in months last night. Hell yeah! And. Man, there was a lot of new uh, side quests that went across the top of my screen for a while <laughs> because I hadn't played it in months. But it's definitely good that like there is so much content coming from uh, the expansion pass. So now I'm actually like excited to like jump into it. I went to immediately to the uh, Ballad of the Heroes uh, side quest, and man, that was hard actually <laughs> because they give you this like crazy awesome divine weapon i call it the uh, the mega fork because it looks like a giant three-pronged fork <laughs> and the gimmick behind it is it can one shot every enemy in the game but in to balance it out everything kills you in one hit because it puts you at a quarter heart <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> all right so and you're uh you have to beat like four trials and they're uh what was the place uh the place is called temples they're not temples shrines yeah the shrines you have to beat the trials and their shrines in order to actually beat the quest so okay and during uh because you beat those like there are four more places with three shrines each so it's at least like 16 more shrines worth of like stuff at least for that one quest and for beating all of them you get upgrades to like all of like your uh, spells that you get from beating the divine beasts. So interesting. Have you gotten the motorcycle yet? No, I haven't. But I think all you have to do is like once you get the master sword, you go talk to the uh, Deku Tree, and he will give you the master cycle zero. <laughs> master cycle. So where's the master cycle one? Uh, I don't think there is one. <laughs> I mean, master cycle zero sounds like a pretty godlike name. Not gonna, not gonna lie. And being able to travel around Hyrule on a motorcycle is pretty free. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's actually going to be DLC for Mario Kart 8, but I don't think that's going to be it. <laughs> Only deluxe edition. But yeah, there's it's definitely a lot in that uh, expansion pass. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, playing the rest of that and like just playing through the Zelda series again in 2018 because yeah. like playing so many other things I have forgotten how much I actually liked Zelda as a franchise what, what so like <laughs> get out of here with that what are you talking you mean, about you so forgot many, there were so many other games this year that yeah, came out that were all really good well, of <laughs> so. course but that doesn't mean you yeah like lose, Persona you don't, you don't lose the magic of what is Zelda 
Come on, man. I, I really, I've been having an itch to play uh, Link Between Worlds again. Yeah, I never got a chance to play that one, but I, I liked that what I played game. at E3 that year. I love that game. It was pretty good. So, good guy. Good game. This show is running really long. Uh, I'm I mean, we hungry. missed a week, man. Let's <laughs> burn through the rest of this. New releases, not much this week because so all the games are out. Uh, we already said on Tuesday, Gang Beast comes out on PS4. Also on Tuesday, Okami HD comes out on PS4, what? Xbox One, and PC. Yep. Isn't that no even a though. physical release? Yeah, dude. Too? Hell yeah. yeah. $20. $20. That is a... Yeah. Those of you listening to this, <laughs> if you have not played Okami, you were, you were wrong. <laughs> Everything you've done in life is wrong. That's not true. <laughs> but you need to play Okami. It's a really good game. I want to. I will be getting it from Santa Claus. That's also one of those games too, like where you actually there may be something with you that you don't like. Is it because it's like a Zelda game? Well, no, it is like a Zelda game, but it's like after like forty, fifty hours, like something happens, you're like, oh, sweet, the game's over. No, no I already know it's a long game. That's it, like halfway through it. Yeah, no, I already know it's a long game, so I'll get to it eventually. It's like an eighty-hour game. Man. Yeah, it is long. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that's. that's every- I'm sorry. Not, not quite, it's not. It. It's not quite after your releases because there was a there was a surprise this week that a lot of people did not know about. Of course, it's a surprise. But uh, Scott Cawthon released Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator, which is very much Five Nights at Freddy's Six. Don't care anymore. And wait, where's the fifth one? And it's free. That was that Sister was World. <laughs> oh, fuck that game too. <laughs> But this game is actually pretty neat from what I've actually seen. So, <laughs> and it's free. Didn't you see some stuff on Sister Location that looked neat too? That was after the <laughs> DLC came out. But looking at this completely from like scratch, like watching other people play it, it actually looks like pretty cool because like you can uh, build up your own pizzeria and customize it, and whatever you put in there can build up different like levels of risk, which could in turn make the game easier or harder. Okay. And this is on computer screens? Hmm? This is on computer? Yeah, PC. I did not hear anything about this. Yeah, it, he came out... And like, like every... Just, he, just, he just released it. <laughs> yeah. It's, game and it was, it, it was completely free as a thank you for all the fans that went through the series. And supposedly it actually ties up all of the mysteries that went into the lore. So, so this is it. So it, this actually might be the last game. Well, there we go. Uh, that's it for your new releases this week. Let's take a trip back to the past with Retro Rewind. Rewind, rewind. This week in 2001, Super Smash Brothers Melee came out on the Nintendo GameCube. One of the best the- uh, 2D fighter platformers of all time. All time, Neil. He's right. Yeah, it's a really, really good game. He's right. I was up for three days straight playing that game. Damn. Uh, Killing Ganondorf over a thousand times. Me and a friend got so, not Ganondorf, got so mad at Captain Falcon. Hated Captain Falcon so much. We just put him on like one difficulty. Level one. And just like hundred stock just killed him. Till like every other character, like maybe like the next closest had like 
you know, 300 deaths. <laughs> Captain Falcon had like 2,500. What did he do to you? <laughs> I fucking hate Captain Falcon. <laughs> in God Smash Brothers. Mainly. Uh, That's that, funny. That game will always hold a special place in my heart as, as far as, like, video games in general go. Because, like, because of that game, like, it taught me that, like, games in general can be fun and competitive at the same time. And it gives you, like, an incentive to go out and play with other people and meet people. Yeah. And I've been playing that game for 15 years now. 16 so. years. Yeah. I still like 64 <sighs> better. Uh, we'll eat a dick. 2011 <laughs> Mario Kart 7 came out on the Nintendo 3DS. That was a good step in the right direction for that series, coming from Mario Kart Wii. Second sure. best Mario Kart game ever. Because Mario Kart Wii was basically Mario Bike, the game. <laughs> yeah. First being Double Dash, of course. Um, Double Dash is great. Let's see. I'd say like fifth. It's fifth on my list. Yeah. Really? I like OG. He Game likes Boy Advance games. and shit. Like, oh yeah, that's um, right. You, you like the first. I like ones Double Dash, and mm-hmm. I like Eight. Yeah, Eight's good. But I think um, Seven might just be because I played Seven more. I don't know. Yeah. See, I played Eight way more. Right. I also played Eight. Seven. More. I only like I owned it, but like traded it in not long after, mm-hmm. and mainly like from there I played it because it was one of those games that like you didn't have to have the cartridge to play with. Exactly. People. That's why well, I like the, it so the, much. The Mario Kart game, I think everyone sleeps on is Mario Kart DS, though. That's true. I didn't Mario play a lot of that one, but it had some cool stuff. Like. Yeah, I slept on it. <laughs> uh, 2005, Super Mario Strikers came out this yeah. week. Yeah. That's, that's the first one, right? Oh, yep. GameCube? Yeah. Dude, that game. That game's good. How have you not played so that good. on Extra Life? Yeah. I don't know, man. Because okay. we keep playing Mario that Party game. instead. <laughs> Dude, that game is brutal, too. Like, you can, like shoulder charge people into electric fences and <laughs> i love like the little power-ups where like the bomb-ombs or uh, bullet bill or bowser will just show up on the field and like fuck your shit <laughs> <laughs> um vaughn's game of the year of 2014 came out this week captain toad <laughs> treasure tracker for the nintendo wii u that's Woo! not a retro oh, <laughs> get out of here Captain Toad's about as retro of a character and, as you get. And that, and that character is ass. Get the game could be fine. Your ass. character's ass. Your ass. <laughs> the best <laughs> game in the series, Mario Party 6, came out this week in and... 2004. I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> yeah. Best game His podcast, in the series, uh, Mario Party 6. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories came out on the Game Boy Advance this week in 2004. That's a good game. That's actually a good game, yeah. The Except Legend those fucking of Level 8 cards. <laughs> Zelda Spirit Tracks, 2009. Uh, mm. Some of the best dungeon design, mm-hmm. but some of the worst controls. Yeah, not as bad as Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, and that's it for your Retro Rewind this week. Which game touched your heart the hardest? Melee. Easy. <laughs> I already explained it. So. Well, since he picked Melee, I'll just go ahead and pick the other one. But, I mean, I fucking love Captain Toad. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. Mine's probably Mario Kart 7. I've had a shit ton of Mario Kart 7. Like, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> if you... God. If you want to email the show, you can. GameWareExpress at gmail.com. And then the little asshole didn't even do anything in Odyssey. He just stood there. He just oh. gives you a star. You kidding me? 
I'd, I'd just stand there too if I just climbed a fucking skyscraper and got stuck. You know how tired him, he must be. He's got a very heavy backpack you on. Vaughn. You could just yeah. you could just put the moon there and it would have been just as equally as okay. It's like why have him there? Because he's literally just doesn't Captain Toad. <laughs> fucking dumbass character, bro. Here we go. Hate on him. Like what? So why do you waste of a waste of a character more than a waste than like uh. Dual replicated Toadstool in Mario 64 and Peach's Castle. At least he's different. <laughs> at least he stands out. At least he, at least he goes somewhere with his life. At least he helps you. True, but I'm just not a fan of Toads in general. So like, having, okay. having him like be like a flagship character to like a game, but then just not. Being just not doing anything with that, not going in a good direction from it, pisses me off even more. Wait, 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 wait. what do you mean? It's like he's this flagship character, but he doesn't do anything. What do you mean he's a flagship character? It's like he's, he runs he's, faster. He's one. He's one of he's faster. one of the newer like faces. He in, can pick the turn. One of the newer faster. recognizable faces in the Mario universe, but he just doesn't do anything. Not in the Mario games. <laughs> But he has his own series to do shit. He only has one game. Do you want me to come to your job and do your job? <laughs> one game. You want me to just show up at the bank and be like, excuse me, Vaughn, I'm going to give these people these cash. And he didn't even deserve that game. He just had a popular <laughs> mini game. I feel like they could have just kept the mini game in different Mario games and it would have been fine. But he did not deserve his own game. He really what? didn't. Have you heard of Tetris? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's funny. Fuck Captain Toad. Let's wrap the show up with special stages. We're gonna be debating this for like ten years. It's gonna be great. Uh, my special stage is the rumor has it. Uh, yeah, there's 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 hot talks that that Disney's gonna acquire 20th Century Fox, the movies and the TV shows from that Fox arm so for Fox upwards Marvel. of sixty billion dollars. So Marvel finally getting the X Men back and the Fantastic Four potentially. That would be the case. A lot of people are worried about like monopolies and whatnot, and they just need to know you need to buy a boardwalk and park place first, and monopoly is not an issue. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that could be a problem. But I love Disney, so it's fine. They've never done anything wrong ever. That's that's sarcastic. <laughs> um, I mean, but I mean, yeah. Considering like they acquired, you know, like Star Wars, which is something I love, and I think they've done very well with that. Until they run into the ground in the next three years, that's fine. Why would they do that? Okay, because you're saying there's too many movies coming out. There will be. Yeah, there's two more the, than normal. They've just gave the director of eight three movies of his own to make a new trilogy. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that. Ryan Johnson's going to be making a trilogy? Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> Why is this a bad thing? I don't know, because I don't know anything I about mean, this guy. Dude, he made Brick, he made Looper, like he makes like some crazy fucking mind shit movies. Yeah. Yeah. So He's to bring that. that into Star Wars, <laughs> that means you're going to get like good extended universe stuff. I guess so, hopefully. A lot of people, I have no problem with Rogue One, people are butthurt about that, and... Dude, Rogue uh, One was Rogue fantastic. Rogue was really good. Gambino's going to be in Han Solo movie, so I don't care what anyone else thinks. Yeah. Um, even though that movie seems unnecessary. Like, why is it so... Like, I don't get why... How can you be... People on the internet like to be mad about That's things. what I don't get. Like, how can you be a Star Wars fan and not be interested in stuff about characters that has never been told? I mean, we know a lot about Han Solo. This one. But... 
But why not see it in movie form? There you go. I think that's awesome. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I. But maybe I'm a simple man to please. Could be. I think. I uh, yeah. But going back to the Marvel stuff, yeah, obviously that would get pretty much all of Marvel's characters back under one roof officially, aside from oh, yeah. production right for Hulk and, and, and technically right They'll definitely Spider-Man. run Marvel into the ground because that hasn't had 18 <laughs> movies in the last 10 years. Most of those have been good. Most of them. I'm just saying, um, like, Marvel releases movies more often than yeah. Disney will release Star exactly. Wars. And it's so funny, like, reading, like, ignorant people on the internet being like well that you kiss deadpool goodbye because mark disney's not going to want radar movies and like motherfucker disney's been making radar movies since like the 80s like every touchstone movie is owned by disney disney owns touchstone and that's that's the publishing arm they use to make radar movies so disney likes radar movies you know what disney likes more than rated r movies money and lots of it and they know those movies can pull stuff in so yeah, screw that mob mentality because that's how I feel like with the Destiny thing. It's like I'm disappointed in Curse of Osiris in some aspects, but man, if I go on that subreddit, I'm gonna be like, man, y'all are crazy. I mean, it's not like little kids haven't seen rated R movies at this point anyway. But I think Disney's <laughs> not just kids. Yeah, pe- no. people people were bringing their like little like elementary st- school kids into the Deadpool movie. So like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I mean, go figure. <laughs> if they get this, like, that'd be cool to see Fantastic Four movies actually be correct. And, like, I think they'll just leave the X-Men, they leave the X-Men in their own world and maybe bring Wolverine over. You know, there's talks that Hugh Jackman would come back if he could be in the Avengers. Or, or that's <laughs> I the mean, reason Wolverine was back. an Avenger at one point. I know. Uh, so that would be really neat. But, the first um, fight he has is with the Hulk. Yep. Yeah. In British Columbia. So seeing That was actually referenced in that really neat. first movie. Yeah, that's true. But we'll see. There, you know, this popped up about a month ago and then it went away. And now it's back. So I mean, I'm okay with this. <laughs> that'd be cool. And then Disney can just own everything. That's fine. I mean, Marvel's been Marvel's been killing it with their movies lately. So very true. If they could make X Men, then that'd be even better. Con, Con Air is a rated R movie. That was Disney technically. Hmm. Nick Cage. Goat. Also, Face Off and The Water Boy. And Armageddon and all these movies. There's a whole many bunch of movies. This is just the '90s. Let me go back to the '80s. Like Disney makes rated R movies, you assholes. Yeah, just because they <laughs> created Mickey Mouse doesn't mean they have yeah. to stick to kid genre. Mm-hmm. People are just dumb. They said this when they bought Marvel. Like, oh, there goes. It's all going to be Mickey Mouse Thor. No, it's no, not. No, it's now not. they have more money to do shit with. Exactly. So it'll it'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah. And yep. you know, I've also been watching The Punisher. Disney made that, and that that show is fucking dark. And intense, and after like two episodes, I had to go watch like Kimmy Schmidt or something because like this was just like really heavy like topics and really intense like stuff on that. And would you say it punished you? Ayo, <laughs> but I mean Disney didn't pull back on that, and that's 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 a show. That's because Disney doesn't like they don't really like they're kind of like Sony and Kojima. They're like, yeah, we're buying you. But uh, now here's more money here's to go like, do yeah, something really make good us, because make we, us we trust you. Yeah, and make us some. Um, like, like fourfold. Like Star Wars hasn't been Disney-fied. No, it's not. You know, it's still Star Wars. Right. So it'll be fine. $60 billion. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Chump change. Chump change. Let me pull that out the sole of my shoe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my grandmother writes me checks. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey just like reaches in his pocket and he's like, you're 60 Bill. Man, he's too busy being king of some world with a giant key. <laughs> <laughs> so that's mine. That'll be interesting to see if that comes through by the end of the year. So it's be happening soon, like next week is what the what the talks are saying. 
sources. Rumor, rumor has it. Nice. And that was the rumor has it for this week. <laughs> also oh. his special stage. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. Uh, so... Uh, because of the snow today, my power was out at work and at my place, so I pretty That's much fun. spent like half the day just like kind of just like sleeping off the day uh, in hopes that the power would come back on. Mm. It eventually did. Yeah. <laughs> Took like a three hour like nap. <laughs> That's all you can do. At least it's not like when it's a hurricane, it's hot as balls inside because the power is out and there's no air. Yeah, at least it was cold, so I was comfortable in my bed. <laughs> That's true. I had to turn the heat, my heater on for the first time in like two years Whoa. today because I got home and it was like 61 degrees in the house. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I should turn this on now so it's not freezing. Yeah, I played in the snow for a couple of minutes, so that was okay. Yeah, my long drive, like there, I saw some pretty stuff, and then I was like, I'm kind of over the snow after driving in it for so long. I got home, I took a picture, I made a snowball and threw it at the wall, and I was like, all right, it's cold. <laughs> Forgot how like cold snow is. I'm going to go inside now. Yeah, and you Kate definitely need to get at each other, And then we threw them at the dogs. That was really fun, because they were like really confused. Yeah. <laughs> Like, when I hit Ellie in the head, she was like, she turned around and looked for it because she was like, oh, a ball. Yeah. And then, like, like, she's like, wait, aren't it? It disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, watching everyone's animals, like, trying to figure out the snow down here is pretty funny. Ours were real hesitant at first. And then, like, once they started moving around it, they were like, oh, this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Neil, take us home. Uh, So, I guess mine kind of, like, goes in line with yours, in a sense. But uh, they just, I saw this picture that uh, if you start like now, um, you can watch one Marvel movie a week. Okay, so fuck that. I mapped it out. It's actually, he's got to start on the, I was doing it every Sunday. It's not now, it's on the 7th of January. And if you watch one every Sunday, that Friday, that, that last Sunday, that Friday will be Infinity War. Well, either way, I'll probably start now. It's fine. I was gonna start doing. It. I was gonna invite everyone over oh, every Sunday. Okay. Oh, well, great! Yeah. I didn't realize well, there were that many Marvel movies. Eighteen. Yeah. Because that that one. I didn't just pull that number out my ass. That one that you that, <laughs> that one that you showed. It was one a week, but like for two weeks they counted Black Panther, one for international, one for like America, uh, and then for Infinity War they counted one for international, one for America. So it's like for two weeks there's no movie because. So they, they mapped it wrong, but gotcha. no, it's, yeah, it, I didn't really like look at it. I just like trusted yeah. the internet. I was gonna invite somebody <laughs> all over because like I miss you know Game of Thrones having people over, and Game of Thrones isn't coming back to 2019. So I was like, I know, let's just watch a Marvel movie on Sunday every week leading up to it. Yeah, that'd be cool. It really sucks that uh, Black Panther won't be out on Blu-ray before Infinity War, so that kind of like messes up the order a little bit. But that also, but I mean, that's just like the order they came out. Yeah, they? yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, because it also includes it's only on Sunday, so like Black Panther, <clears> we'd go see that that Friday, and then the next Sunday we'd also have another movie to go on. Yeah. So like we're not skipping weeks. So it's like if you technically want to in- exclude it because Black Panther comes out on that Friday, you can. But I was going by Sundays. And also, uh, I finally got my tickets for Star Wars. Oh yeah, I haven't done that yet. But I'm going the Sunday after it comes out. Okay. Um, at the theater right next to my house, but it's only five bucks. Nice, because it's like. In well, the morning. I have a movie pass now, so well, I can go see it for free. I need to get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, uh, we didn't yeah, get ours. Now, you can't go Thursday, because pretty, pretty much Thursday sold out. That's um, one thing we had to do for Game Awards last night, was right when I saw that Battlefront come up, and it was like, with The Last Jedi, and I was like, turn TV off, <laughs> guys, let me know when this is over. Just because, like, I don't even, like, want to see anything. Like, I don't want to see a new droid. Because, right. like, one of the things that, like, like, it didn't, like, ruin the movie, but, you know, I had, the only thing I had read about Seven was that Luke, Han, and Leia were coming back. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, enough. Yeah. And then there was something right before it came out, and it was, like, 
it said, you know, why they redesigned the lightsaber. And it's like, I didn't see what it looked like, mm-hmm. but it was just, to me, like I remember as a kid when what Darth lightsaber Ma- was redesigned. Oh, like the Kylo like Ren's. Kylo Ren's. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, like, that was a cool reveal. They were just like, that would have been a cool reveal, kind of like, because I remember being a kid and like when Darth Maul like launches that other side out. It yeah. was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, and that just like would have been like that. So it was cool because I didn't know what to expect, uh, mm-hmm. but I just. I was expecting a new lightsaber, and that right. just kind of sucked. Like, I just sense. don't really want to know anything, because those are just... I love those movies, I love the universe, and, like, I just want to be surprised. And speaking of another one, they, like, dropped the Jurassic World Fall oh, Kingdom Jurassic World 2. I but, that. That looked I, like... It looks like ass? Ass. Really? Oh, my God. Holy shit. I guess I, shit. I, guess I just it, it have It kind of looks like Lost World 2 in a way. Hey, I'm fine with that. No. Fuck. No. Okay, did you watch it? No. Lost because World. Because it's, it's, again, like, I love that series a lot. Oh, my God. So Neil. I just, like, don't really want to watch anything. Neil. I'm, again, I'm I don't want to go see man. this movie. No. I mean, it, it looks like it has, like, some potential, but I'm not hoping for No. Much. There are so many like plot hole questions just in that two minute trailer on why this movie exists that like I have no. Well, interest dude, in I watching mean, this if ever you again. go that far, like Jurassic World shouldn't exist. After everything that happened with Jurassic Park, like who in their fucking right mind would opened up another park? Yeah, but that's more believable than this. Oh well, I don't even know where this goes. You don't know anything about this? No. You don't want to know? Not really. No. <sighs> Neil, <laughs> well, halfway, I'm going halfway, to halfway in the next year, no we'll be able to, you know, find out about it. Sense like the plot in this trailer makes no fucking sense. Well, maybe that's a good thing. They're not giving it away. Like no, every no. other fucking they trailer, ha- they are. They gave so much away in this trailer, and it still makes no sense. Oh. It makes less sense because they gave so much away. I mean, as long as dinosaurs fight and rip shit apart, like, I'm cool, man. <laughs> like, as much I mean, as people hate of, 3, like, 3 had that, and I love it. I mean, I like at, the, at the end of the two. day, at the end of the day, that's all we're really looking for. Yeah, that's all I'm looking for, man. I just want to see some cool-ass dinosaurs on a big screen. Like, that's, that's really it. That's all I care about. It I don't care. makes no sense. Hey, uh, you know, dinosaurs... I mean, it doesn't have to make sense. Dinosaurs come back, man. Like, yeah. that doesn't even make sense. So. But the fact that that's a thing should negate this entire movie based off the premise. I don't, I don't even know what you mean. So. I want to tell you, but I know you don't want to know, so I don't want to tell you. Well, almost like if it doesn't make any sense, then I almost I don't care. Like at this point, just just tell me. The whole premise is they need to go back to the island to save the dinosaurs because a volcano is going to explode and kill them all. <laughs> that's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so the questions are. Why the fuck did John spare no expense Hammond build his his theme park on an island with an active volcano? Maybe maybe was it active or was it dormant at the time? Who the fuck cares? If there's a volcano, why yeah, would why it? would you even Two, have it on a vo- with the volcano? Why do you need to go and physically move these dinosaurs to save them? But which if, site is it? Is it site A or site it's the B? one Jurassic World was on? So where okay. Jurassic World was? And if they need to go save these dinosaurs, who the well fuck? then well Hammond didn't build that park. Jurassic World wasn't... No, it was on the same island as Jurassic Park. So they Is go to it? Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they go to the right. park. It's the same island. They, they so, do, yeah. they have to go and manually save these dinosaurs. Like, get them off the island. But they can fucking create dinosaurs. Just let those die and make some more with your lab experiment. Like, why do we need to go risk our lives to go save these dinosaurs <laughs> from a bullshit volcano where you can just make more dinosaurs? Dude, movies... Well, I mean, and aren't there movies... research labs on the island, too? So, like, you kind of just want to They go save, save the, the vials, pull a, pull a Newman, and get off the island with there the vials. And Spare then no expense yeah. of life. 
But like it's so stupid because like Bryce Dallas Howard has to get Chris Pratt to go back just because like hey that Raptor you liked is there you should come back because he didn't want to go back. Yeah, that sounds stupid. Um, <laughs> but hey, if dinosaurs are fighting each other, I'm cool with it. You know. Ah, oh, and it's like there's the scene where like the the volcano like explodes and like all of, like the dust is going to like Chris Pratt's running from it and it, like engulfs him and everyone on Reddit's like. That, like, volcanic, whatever it was called, would be, like, a thousand degrees, and Chris Pratt would be, like, vaporized instantly. Uh, in the new Rambo, he sets off a nuclear bomb and <laughs> jumps in a fucking ditch to avoid it. Like, <laughs> if we're talking about, like, things that make sense. So, whoa! Who was at my door? I don't know. Let's go see. I guess um, we'll be right back and see who this fun visitor is right after this. Yeah. So, yeah, that trailer's bad. We just watched it. That trailer's bad. Yeah, that was garbage. But hey, dinosaurs. <laughs> that's I'm all bad. you need. I just want to watch dinosaurs. That's, that's what we're going to sell this. All right, so I'm hungry. Let's wrap this up. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. I'm at V the White Mage. I am at Mochazord. And you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. You can listen to it on SoundCloud, where I post it every Friday, unless it's Saturday, unless it's snowing. Um, you can also listen on iTunes, Google Play, and Xbox Music. Uh, send in your Game of the Years. We have that show coming up at the end of the month, uh, GamerExpress at gmail.com. And that's pretty much it. Uh, hopefully we won't miss any more shows for the rest of the year. And I mean, there, we don't have that many weeks left. That's the joke, Vaughn! <laughs> um, and Ruining them. Hopefully we can, uh, I can get this uh, list knocked out for Game of the Year because there's a lot of games. You gotta through. just get through Wolf Two. I want to get to Wolf Two like really bad. No, just fuck the new I order, mean... bro. Just play, just play Wolf Two. It's, no, it's I want. It's the weekend. Should I play Old Blood or should I just like come back to that? Does it matter? You can, it's a prequel. Okay, like it, it only takes place in the forties. Okay. <laughs> so, um, everyone, gentlemen, thank you for joining me on this snowy, blustery day. Everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.